shirt is out. Can y'all really feel me? Peachy's in the house, says she's always on a milli. Out west, he's the king of the bay. Fatino's all gritty, yeah, that boy don't play. Hold up. From the bay to the streets, Breezy represents the east, so we call him the beast. Together they form a powerful being like Voltron. Don't miss a single episode, turn your bells on. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. Glowing like a better table wall. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Line is tall, nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? We are back. Nitty gritty, nine is talk. I'm your boy Breezy. We got Crystal PGB in the building. Gotta get the, gotta get the air horns. My man Fear the God in the building. My man Mo's nose in Alcohol. the building. Blame, 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 blaming on the goose, goose got your family loose. Hey, Mo's, what's going on? Fair, what's going on? Peachy, what's going on? It's Wednesday. It's Nitty Gritty Niners Wednesday, man. I hope you guys are excited. I do need to start off by asking you, how was your day, Peachy? My day was okay. Suffering from a little bit of a sinus. Allergy type deal, but other than that, it was okay. Me. It was a hump day. Hump day. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I'm real excited about this show, man. Fans and everything. Yes, I'm. I'm very, very, very excited about this show. Well, I'm ready. That's what I like to hear. Fair. Mm-hmm. Fair got like the Max Headroom split camera yeah, I don't action. Know what's going on. Hold on. I don't know, but that's kind of official. Yeah. All right. He's. I. I, I I don't know, Moe's. <laughs> Talk to me. He got the ma, 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 Max Hedrum. Y'all know nothing about Max Hedrum. That used to be a TV show. Back yes. In the 80s. See, yeah, PG yeah. know everything, man. You know, I'm gonna be. <laughs> my throat's still hurting, Mo. So I'm gonna be sipping on this uh, salted caramel. Since my throat hurt, nobody else gonna touch this bottle. <laughs> Moe's, how's your day? Man? I'm chilling, man. Can't call it. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I, today, today was an SAT proctoring day. It was a long day. On top of that, today was our PD day, professional development, which means I ain't leave my job till four thirty. I already had to sit with kids till two thirty, and then I had to sit with grown ass teachers till four thirty. Man, listen, I'm gonna enjoy this sippy sip on this Crown Royal, man. I I don't even want to do formalities. I just want to talk, man. You know, I got- mean, that's what that's what I that's what I go through though every day. So every welcome day to be- my world every, every day. day. Every day, okay. The, so grown ass kids is what you're saying. <laughs> grown ass kids working late, all that. I know all about that. I hear you, man. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't expect adults to act like chillins, but it is what it is. Oh, uh, it yeah. It's very common. Cool, because we we're not gonna have any bots in our Twitter feed because some stuff is going on with Twitch. Okay. So in our Twitch feed, so it's cool. But let's let, check it out, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We got some polls going on while Fair is getting his connection together. Mm-hmm. So please enjoy the pregame poll. I think it's out there. Somebody, if, if it's out there, give us the thumbs up. I think it's there. I don't see it where I am, but I I think if you're on, I can I can see it. 
You can see it on YouTube. And if you're mm-hmm. on Twitch, I believe it's up there as well. But Twitch is only going to last for 10 minutes. So y'all, if y'all on Twitch, man, go ahead and rock that poll. <laughs> Today is uh, fan our fan show day. So we're going to be doing some giveaways for the six lucky contestants that make their way on the nitty gritty Niners talk show today. So we have some prizes we're going to give away uh, two of a kind we're going to give away. And so what we'll do is in order to pick the prize, they're going to have to guess some trivia questions and get them correct. Right. But they can only do it if they're live on the air within their five minutes. So they'll have about four minutes to talk and then they'll have that one minute to answer that trivia question. How's that sound guys? Sounds great. I like Kicking that. Kicking it up. Excited. This week, baby. Excited. Yes. We ain't got no 49er football. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, my energy is definitely on level 100. <laughs> so make sure you go to www.rapsports.com. Cop your raise energy drinks. They got new flavors. It's Halloween. They got some cool things out there. I'm about to order me a case right now. And I, even I, I'm going to use that code Drink Breezy because I ain't paying for shipping. So make sure you use the code Drink Breezy. <laughs> Yo, you know what you got to do, y'all? On Sizzling Sunday, we got to try to make a drink with the Rays and see how it comes out. Yes, that's Ooh, actually like that. a very good idea. That, that might like be that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're back, baby. And it's just one of me. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's one of you. <laughs> Fairs. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right, yes, uh, Fair, we're going to find out how your day has been, but let's just get through these formalities real quick. Man, make sure you go to YouTube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. We are almost at 2 K. So please yes. subscribe to the channel if you're not already subscribed. If you are subscribed, you have more multiple YouTube accounts. Go ahead and subscribe again or share this account with somebody else to be like, yo, you got to check out Breezy, mm-hmm. PT, Fair, and Moe's, man. They are, they are the, sh- they are the <laughs> and that <AM> <laughs> just to put it together. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead. Yes. YouTube.com, Wayne Breezy. That's where you're going to get that 49ers content. You know what I'm saying? That nitty-gritty content. Also, you can go to twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Listen, you can still subscribe with your Amazon Prime accounts for free 99. That means you don't have to pay any money, all right? It's free. You have to do it every month, but it's free. Go to facebook.com where we're doing our giveaways, weekly giveaways uh, when we're doing our games. Miss Debbie's doing monthly giveaways up there. We are giving stuff away. I don't understand why people don't want free-ish. I don't understand that either. Never understood why people don't want free stuff. Right, like, yo, like, yeah. But we want you to definitely go over there and participate in some of the polls and the things that we got going on over there. It's it's just a big old conversation. So when you can't talk to us live on the air, you could definitely reach one of us out there. We're all going, or we're all moderators on there. If we're not, they will be very shortly. So make sure you go to Nitty Gritty Niners on Facebook. You dig, you dig, you dig. Also, you can follow us on our IG. You can follow us on our Twitter. Uh, Nitty Gritty with the number nine ERS is a little bit different. And listen, if you don't know this email address by now, get familiar because this is the only way you're going to get on the show tonight. You have to go to nittygritty.com. And when we say email us, we're going to take, let me me, me remove that because we didn't start the race yet. All right. So when we say email, you're going to want to email us and then we will select, you know, 
uh, randomly the six people that are going to be on the show mm-hmm. for tonight's fan show. We got a lot of stuff to get through, guys. It's going to be a crazy show. Make sure you go to nittygrittyniners.com to cop that apparel. We got some exclusive stuff that's going to be coming out very soon. Fair and Moe's, they're working on a new design, but it's exclusive. So that means you can only get it for a limited time. Limited mm-hmm. means it's going to go away very, very shortly. So that's mm-hmm. going to be coming out. So make sure you're following us on all of our social medias so you don't miss out on that exclusive wear but it's gonna be fire and it's halloween time. Yes, it's, it's, it's about to go down all right so fair I, I i didn't get a chance to ask you but we would all like to know how was your day it was cool man it was cool it wasn't as wild and crazy as the last few days have been so um yeah it, it was cool got had some work meetings uh took the little dude to the football practice and uh Came home eight and here with y'all, man. So all is well. All is well. That sounds good, man. So everybody sounds like they had a pretty, pretty decent day. It's it's Wednesday. It should be. It was. It, it wasn't much of a hump, but th- tomorrow's Thursday, and then yeah. it's Friday, and then it's the weekend, and then it's gonna be boring because there's no 49ers football, which might be a good thing for us guys. We I think we all deserve this break. What, what do you think? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> 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 much needed, much needed break. Now, yes, before, before we start the fan show, um, it is Jerry Rice's birthday, right? And so he is the GOAT. I don't care what anybody says. The number eight resonates in my spirit, all right? Jerry Rice is my favorite football player of all time. Peachy, who's your favorite 49er football player? Who's your favorite football player of all time? Is it a 49er? Yeah, it actually is a 49er. And it's actually Steve Young. I can dig it. I got so much flack on Twitter. Why? For saying Steve Young. Can you believe that? No, I, I, why would you give? Why are you giving it's her flack? It's insane. People I'm like, Steve man. Young, Steve, the people are mad that Steve Young was better than Joe Montana. All right. So, um, <laughs> Mose, who is who, who's your favorite football player? 49ers football player. Prime. Oh, man. Prime yeah. Dion has the coldest throwback jersey too, bro. I know we oh, all yes. got eighty and eight, awesome. and the, but nothing is colder That's than twenty one. So awesome awesome. And we're not talking Frank Gore. Fair. I gotta ask you, brother, who's your favorite Forty Nine er of all time? Forty Nine er, um, definitely Rice. Definitely yeah, Rice. Phil's football player. We were born at the same damn time, so it yeah. better have been Rice. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I just want you to check this out. So uh, earlier on Twitter, I posted a picture of. Uh, when my son was one, I think he was one. I don't know, maybe. And we went to New Jersey, and I got to meet the goat man. Yeah, there was a goat in the picture, and there was Jerry Rice too. So ah, <laughs> baby, that's right. I, I wasn't I'm in that goat. No. Nah. Um. So I got to meet him, yo, and he signed his picture with Joe Montana. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how legends, legends, legend to legend. You know what I mean? And I, I immediately got home and framed it. It was like I was carrying uh on my way home from Jersey. It was like I was carrying like gold bonds in the back of the trunk. Like I had police escorts. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I, I didn't have the guns in the whip because I was traveling interstate. You know what I'm saying? So I had to make sure it was safe and it got back. But we definitely want to pay respect to the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in my opinion, he's the greatest football player of all time. And I tell you what, 
know what? I'm not even going to say that. I don't want anybody cheating or taking an advantage of what we're going to be doing right. later on in the show because we're going to be giving us giving away. Tonight's giveaway night. So, guys, I'm so glad you're tuned in. All right. So, it's his birthday. Last show, uh, PG, was your favorite place birthday. It was Steve Young's birthday. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Yep. So, we need to know, make sure we know when Prime's birthday is for, for Moe so we can celebrate the way Moe's wants to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Prime. Prime time. I still got my sneakers, too, Moe's. I got like five, four, five, six, seven pair of primes. Do you have the you have your VHS copy of uh, Must Be the Money? I have, <laughs> I do have that. Must thing. be the money, must yo, be the money. Hey, get, it, get it, people. Hammer produced that joint, yo. Hey, man, yeah. that's why. That's why. Yep. Jerk. MC Hammer produced Must Be the Money, bro. Yeah. Right that after like he an did MC Hammer song. Facts. Right after he did pumps in a bump. Like right after he did pumps in a bump, yo. Wild times in music. Wild times in music. Pumps in the bump. Wild bulls. Pumps, pumps in the bump. Pumps in the bump. I was like, what in the heck was he doing? Hey, you guys remember that? Uh, Remember in the video where they had so much controversy about him stuff? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to remember that, Peachy. I didn't expect you to even bring that up. Hey, it was everywhere though. It doesn't matter what you are like. If you put it right there in your face. Like you there's no way that you I wasn't watching that. I was like 11. I didn't know. I was watching the other stuff in the video. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there was some other stuff in the video. We ain't talking 357. We talking other stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in, man. Listen, tonight's episode is called Mirror, Mirror, and you can take it however you want it. You can sing Kelly Price's Mirror, Mirror. mirror. You can sing, I knew where you was going. Justin Timberlake. Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. Who is the fairest? Either way, we're talking about reflections. We're going to reflect on tonight's episode. All right, so we got some time for that one. So we'll talk about that on tonight's episode. And uh, let's go ahead and kick off with some 49ers news because there's plenty of it. Listen, for those that were worried about our game getting flexed. Matt Mayoko reported from his source, you know what I'm saying? Week 7 will remain on Sunday night football on NBC. Up to two Sunday night football games can be flexed. Week 5 to week 10. Right now San Francisco is 2-3. and three. Indy is 1-4. and four. As of right now, it is not flexed. Do you think this game will get flexed within the next week? Because the Colts play this week. So if they go to one and five, I just want to know your thoughts. And I'm going to start with Fair, Moe's, then Peachy. Yeah, I think it definitely is um, based on what they do this week. You know, if they they get a dub, then they'll probably let the game ride. But one and five and the two and three team you want to see, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think it's based on what they do this week. Okay. So you, it's based on what the Colts do this week. Mose, which what are you thinking over there? What does Mose know? Because Mose be knowing stuff that we don't know because he don't share everything. And I ain't mad at him. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> there's two games that I'm watching um, in week six. I want to see – obviously, I, th- I think the Bengals can beat the Lions, and I think the Chiefs can beat Washington. That means for week seven – Okay. We have the three and three Chiefs, and then I w- also I want to see I, I want to see what the the Titans do. If the Titans can beat the Bills on Monday night and go to four and two, then I think we have a three and three Chiefs team versus a four and two Titans team, or that could be even if the Titans lose, Chiefs are three and three. They're three and three. That could get flexed if the Bengals win against the Lions, which I think they will. 
the Bengals will be four and two. And then they play the Ravens, who have a bye week. So that's four and two Bengals versus four and one Ravens. And it's an NFC North division game. If any game get flexed into the Sunday night, it's that Ravens versus Bengals game. Oh, so they, there's a possibility. Wow. So now they're saying that the we're hearing that the cutoff date was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That's what um I was about to say. I'd seen earlier where they said they had like a 12 day window and that it was up yesterday. So that that's it. So they can't. Oh, so we can't change it. Right. So can I change which my is, answer to immediate note? <laughs> Breezy, what's up? Huh? It says up to flex from weeks five to ten. It doesn't say that there was a cutoff date in this this thing. Yeah, but but um, do you remember like when um when when people were were wanting to know? Well, I didn't know. I I I really didn't know. So yeah, when well, um, both of y'all set us up because you didn't know. And Peachy didn't share the information that she had. And then he gave us the questions first. I was about to. But see, you know, I had a turn. But see, I had a turn and it wasn't my turn yet. Why did she let us walk on the plane? Because it wasn't it wasn't my turn. Peachy, you out. You out. How you going to do that to Hope? You know what I'm saying? Bring my girl back. And she know it. That's so wrong. You know what I'm saying? Bring my girl back. I'm not bringing her back. I'm hey, not but, bringing her back. Hey, but you set us up too. Get on out of here. Man, there we go, Moses. Let's talk both, about both it. Both of them set us <laughs> You can't be mad at me. If, I, if, if you got information and you don't share the information because y'all want to be secret top double O agent seven, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. All right. So All right. if it's too late, it's too late. Peachy, thank you for the information. I don't want to hear it no more because you set us up. All right, here we go. Let's keep it moving. Unis, am I right on this one, guys? Now, we got some new uniforms that we're going to wear these uniforms. We got the home red throwbacks. We're going to wear them Sunday night since we not flexed. We're going to wear them against the L.A. Rams, and we're going to wear them against the Atlanta Atlanta Falcons. And we're going to go with the traditional away joints in Chicago, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. I'll be at that Rams game, dog. And then we're going to wear the world white throwbacks Oh, Patrick, Seattle and Tennessee. Got to give me a white throwback. Yeah, and then the traditional yeah, homes. Yeah, Arizona, Minnesota, and Houston. So we're going to be styling and wild and living it up in the city. If you're going to be in those cities, listen, if you're going to be at one of those games, try to rock if you can. I tell you, go on, spend no money. Just saying. Try to rock what the team is rocking. I think that would show some type of dope unity vibe, connection. It'd be dope. Just like when Miss Debbie asked y'all to rock all red and then y'all got mad because y'all was like, why Why are you begging? She ain't begging. She just said, we're red. Right, <laughs> exactly. And y'all gonna get off my girl, by the way, too, because, you know, you're gonna have problems with me if if you mess with her. Well, I'm just I mean, saying. Clearly, Peachy be knowing the information and not sharing it. So you might not want to have those problems with Peachy because she'll come, she'll, yeah. So, yeah. all right. So we got the unis. All right, we're moving along. I like this, man. All right. So let's talk about some of these these seasons, man. Tell me when Kyle Shanahan started his regiment. We got to go back to 2017. Mm-hmm. So 2015, 2016, Al um, Sacco reported 49ers records through five games since 2015. So Harbaugh, no, that's Fresh. not Harbaugh. No, that's, that's Tom, Tom Sula and Tom uh. Sula. And uh, is that Chip, Chip Kelly? Kelly. Yep. 
So we were one and four, one and four. I forgot about those two coaches, guys. Like it was like yeah. all ball and blank, blank, blank. Mm-hmm. Right. And, <laughs> and then um then and then Kyle comes and he's 0 and 5. He's one and four. Then he goes, he has that anomaly season, five and 0, two right. and three, two and three, man. So the two and three start. That's where we are. That's where we're gonna start our reflection. Like thoughts on being two and three. A lot of 49er fans are hitting the panic button. Um like, what are your thoughts on it? Let's start with uh, let's start with Peachy, and then we'll end with Fair. I didn't expect the 49ers to be two and three. If everybody remembers my picks, I had our first game losing to the Cardinals, <laughs> so I had us like four and one as to this conversation that we're having right now. So I will say that I'm disappointed. I'm mad confused, which is why we're doing this show mirror mirror because we need to try to see if we can't. I don't know, get some people to look in the mirror and see what's going on. Something's not something's not right. Yeah. There's some you problems going on somewhere. I don't know what it is. But anyway, um, I don't believe the season's over. However, if we don't start getting in that win column, regardless of what else is going on, then it will be over really, really fast. It's already bad enough that we lost two division games back to back. That's something that you just is a very, you know, is a lot of times it's hard to overcome, especially in the NFC West, which is the best division um, in the NFL. There's no reason, you know, for that. So that was um, kind of a shocker. But if just like I said, if we don't we don't get our behinds in that win column pretty soon, it's going to it's going to be drifting over here really quick. So no on the panic button right now, but right. Okay, all right, all right. That's fair. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I just piggyback off what Peachy said. You know, I don't think we have to panic just yet, but things need to start turning around a little bit. Um. You know, the roster is one of the most talented in the league, and it's just not showing up on game time and for whatever reason. So. We need to really get it figured out and uh, get some W's on that side of the column. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, Mose. Listen, I ain't a killer. But my finger on the trigger. I'm on edge. Don't push me. I'm on the edge. (laughs) Like, Like the finger is like right there on that panic button. And I can understand both sides. If you look at the optimistic side of the faithful, we're saying, listen, had Kyle got his head out of his beep and had better game plans and we started a little bit faster and we executed a little bit better, we could be sitting at 5-0. and We're not even having this conversation. This is a more jolly conversation right now. Facts. But I also see the pessimistic side of the faithful as well. Because we almost let Detroit back in that game week one. We went into Philly and we were inept for for 50 minutes of a 60-minute football game. Mm -hmm. And we could have lost on the road in Philly. So, you know, thankfully we played two awful teams right now. And we were able to get those wins. So I can see the pessimistic side saying we could be sitting at 5-0 and and we're not even talking about a panic button. We are throwing a a panic freight train at the whole organization. Blow the whole damn thing up. Get rid of everybody. Start from scratch. So I see both sides of the coin. So we got two weeks. Everybody on this team. You know what? 
scratch that. I'm not going to say everybody on this team. Certain people on this team. I think the players, I think the players are geared up. I think they're locked and loaded. I think they know what the goal is, and they, they're busting their rumps every day to achieve that goal. I think some of, some in our coaching staff, particularly D'Amico Ryans, I'm calling out names. He is coaching the way he knows how to coach. That's all out. And he's got this defense ranked seventh in the league, even with the injuries that we're facing. So I think there are a few people on this team, starting with the head coach, that need to take these two weeks. And I don't care if you need to go see a Buddhist monk. I don't care <laughs> if you need to go to a mosque. I don't care if you need to go down south and see T.D. Jakes. You need to get your spirit right. Yeah. I don't know nice. what he need. Holy water prayer. He need to be baptized again. I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah, but he, but he, but he need to do some soul searching, and he need to get his spirit right. He need to take these two weeks, and he need to come back in this building with just on uh, on. A, he, he need to be <laughs> like what, what Kobe saying that commercial. Um, are you a different animal, but the same beast? Mm -hmm. He he need Thanks. to have that level in him. He need to come yeah. back as the same beast, but a different animal. Yeah, you going needs... into it, you going, you going deep into your bag of tricks that mm -hmm. we didn't even know as you, you had. You've been here for five years now, and we didn't even know that this is what you had up your sleeve. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what it's going to take right now. So he need to do some soul searching. John Lynch need to do some soul searching. Some of the pieces on that offense need to do some soul searching. And we need to get this thing right. We got yeah. 12 more games. We only lost three. We need to get this thing right. We got two weeks to do it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 funny that you said that, you know, because we're going to definitely dig into more of that soul searching, that reflection that Kyle needs to do. I don't know if he needs to go to another country, if he needs to go. I, I don't know. Exorcism. Uh, dang. <laughs> I, I, I need an exorcism. Demons, but hey, if that's what it is, it is. But no, you know what it is, yo? I'm starting to realize we never hold coaches accountable and we never say that coaches need to progress. Mm. Why don't we do that? We do it to the players. So maybe Kyle's regressing. Maybe Kyle isn't getting better. And so maybe Kyle has to do some of those things that you just said. Maybe Kyle's been figured out a little bit. Maybe Kyle's been worked down a little bit, you know, filed down just a little bit. I mean, everybody right. keeps saying, oh, he don't got these pieces. He don't got that. I done seen head coaches work with, with Diddley squat and, and still get production. Crazy. It's not even that. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's not even that. But I'm like the oldest person here. So, you know, I'm I'm just trying to like not forget what I was going to say. Kyle has worked with less. That's what's crazy. I don't yeah. understand that. He's supposed to be the offensive guru. He's supposed to be the one that he's supposed to just just make something out of nothing. We've ha we've had a situation that is is even like worse than what we're dealing with now that Kyle has made look better. I tell you, there's something Something's not right. There's something just not there. There's something that everybody's missing for some reason that is not there. There's the only a mystery going on, Peachy. There's a mystery. Right. Scooby-Doo and the Scooby-Doo team. Exactly. Right That's like, what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we, need, we need the team to come out because there's, there's a ghost inside the building. Yes, exactly. somebody ain't saying it. All right. All That's right. why I said an exorcism. We need to exercise all the demons, all the stuff that we have going on. We need to cleanse it. We have to do nine yards. Just look. like 
um, we need a priest. We need a priest to go in there and just, I mean, whatever we need to do, because there's something, something foul is, is got, in there. It's like Amityville. It's, it's October. Every talk content about this. creator. It's got every analyst. It's got every fan. What well, we should, we should, and then and then you got fans that are saying, "Oh, we're whining." I ain't whining. You see any tears coming out my eyes? <laughs> right. No. I ain't whining at all. I'm right. confused. I don't understand how C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins could get a win, and then Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo is struggling. Right. And so you gotta start with the head. Something. And right. You mentioned John Lynch, Mose. I ain't heard from John Lynch since the summer. And then all of a sudden, he comes out of his mouth and says something about Brandon Ayuk that I just don't understand. No, but didn't I just say that? I said that the other show. I said, why haven't we heard from John Lynch? Right, yep. And y'all tried to tell me, hey, well, you know, John Lynch, you know, the, the GM usually don't say no, anything no, during the season. That's not what we said. We they said like, you he only goes on TNBR, and which is what he did. You said he yeah. don't... You said he don't say you said the GM don't say much do. during the season. I did. He let Kyle rock. I do. That's what you said. As far as front of those pressers, that's what I said. But he always goes on I said, KBR. I said I didn't hear him at all. I don't even I didn't even hear he's, him that much on KBR. KBR because they asked him yeah, about as much as he used to. Over, um, K, K and BR. They asked yeah, him about Trey Lance starting. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. like, and then he kept that kind of he that's why I thought there was a riff, big bro, because yeah. He was for Trey Lance, and Kyle Shanahan kept promoting Jimmy. And yeah. so I'm like, oh, snap. Something ain't right. Exactly. It just, um, the but whole But you're right. He don't speak much. I, I, he, he doesn't. He, he don't speak much now. True. Now what he's saying about Brandon Ayuk, everybody up in arms. Absolutely, because it don't make sense. No, mm. nothing, um, nothing makes sense right now. Just like Breezy said, there's some kind of mystery that's going on. I'm sure it's going to come out. See, the difference between... This 49ers um, regime that we have and when it was blocking Harbaugh is that, you know, there was all the leaks with that. So, you know, things got out. Everybody knew about all that stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like that here, at least not now. Well, give me some damn leaks. Right, right. So so that is kind of like what is going on is I feel like there's a bunch of internal strife. You can just tell. I just... Really believe, I remember like a long time ago, Breezy, remember whenever we was talking about the split, when we had the show split, and we yeah. were talking about yeah. were they truly split between what they wanted to do. Coming back to full circle. We coming right, back full right. Circle. It's coming right back around yeah. again. So, so that's what I'm I, saying. I, 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 like you mentioned, Mose, that John Lynch got to get it together. He got to get to do some sort. I, I don't even know, other than him being the face like when it's time to do his speaking, because he's a great speaker in front of cameras. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that's it. I, I don't even think he picks players on this team, because you said it on the last episode, bro. You said that on the last episode. You said how can we have a struggling secondary with the GM who's a Hall yes. Fame secondary <laughs> player? That and that's exactly my yeah. point. He, what his soul searching? He need he listen. Grow some balls. I, I would I would I would hate to say it. About somebody who played as he got to grow some balls. of a game, but he got to grow a sack. Yeah, he does. He got to be like Kyle. This, I, I understand what you're trying to do, and we've went we've went that way for for this amount of time with this many picks, mm-hmm. with the limited amount of picks that we have now. We need to address this, and this is what we're doing. I got right. it. Our second our secondary has been suffering. 
No disrespect to Josh Norman. No disrespect to Drake Kirkpatrick. No disrespect to Devontae Harris. These are not that. No disrespect to Dante Johnson. These are not the guys who can carry us through a 17-game season. Right. We need to upgrade this position, and these are the resources that we're putting into upgrading this position. Right. You don't like it? Tough shit. Correct me if I'm wrong. All the players he named, aren't they, like, fifth, like, depth? They're, like, fifth on the depth chart. (laughs) Maybe even fourth. And you got them starting? Exactly. And then we get mad at D'Amico, right? right. Correct. Fair. Shoot. Correct me if I'm wrong, bro. Right. 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 Nobody can argue that. Like, <laughs> how are we mad at D'Amico when Kyle Shanahan pulled every starter on defense, and then all of a sudden we gave up like 30 plus points? Bang, 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 bang. Oh, fire D'Amico because he's soft. Soft. He just pulled every player out of the game because Verrett got injured. And then yep. when they went back in the game, they was out of sync. It's clear as present danger. So Jeff went on a quick I, one offense, yeah. running gun, and we were just right. out of sync. So, right. so, so you can tell you can tell that something's off because okay. So let me just try to do this real quick. I'm so glad I have something to drink because I don't know if I can <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. So when we had, you know, the offseason or whatever, well, um, in training camp, you know, Trent Sherfield balling out training camp. Everything great. You know, Ayuk was was um, was banged up, so he went, you know, whatever. And then Kyle had the comments to make about uh, Sherfield and Ayuk whenever Sherfield was out there and everybody wanted to know where Ayuk was. So he was telling them, you know, that Ayuk was ended up. But plus, Trent Sherfield was, like, outperforming him basically is what he was saying. You know, like he was doing everything he was supposed to do. He was saying all this stuff. We had a whole show dedicated to this, actually. So then you have a game where <laughs> you have your rookie quarterback out there and no Trent Sherfield. And so it's like, so what I'm just trying to find out, like, what is going on? Now, what's the problem with Trent Sherfield? Because what is it? Opposite now? I mean, is it? It's not this a, one is it? This one? What is you're, it? You're looking at the wrong thing for the problem, Peach. It's not that there's a problem with any of the players. It's the players aren't the problem. The only problem our players have is that they get injured. The right. players that we're talking about right now are injured. The problem is <laughs> it's, it's somebody bad. says something to somebody about somebody mama. And somebody ain't liking it right now. (laughs) Somebody did something to somebody, mama, and somebody ain't liking it right now. Like, something happened in that organization. All right, let's talk about Brandon Ayuk, because you mentioned Trent Sherfield, and it just threw me for a loop. This dude has been the ultimate professional. I'm talking about the way he speaks, the way he walks, the way he talks about his family, and then you dig him down on the depth chart for what? Travis Benjamin? Because you want speed? Oh, God. Sorry, Mose, I'm on your boat now. You don't even need to get started with that right there because we, because that right there could, could be a whole show. My, Just talking about Travis Benjamin. I'm not trying to pull a mic, but I told myself I wasn't going to yell, but I can't help it because I'm breezy. Like, I, I get excited. I get animated. Right. Speaking of wide receivers, we got to talk about this because mm-hmm. this is what John Lynch said. And, Fair, I want you to talk about this one first because <laughs> I don't think I've ever in my 25 years of knowing you heard you get mad. So I don't expect you to because I don't think that's who you are. But this is what your general manager, I don't know if he was paid to say this. I don't know if this was scripted for him to say this, but this is what he said. He hasn't made the strides we expect him to. John Lynch on Brennan Ayuk 
via K N B R R R R. Go ahead, Fear. Take this one. I mean, there were there was quite a few things that he said beyond just that, and mm-hmm. it was kind of confusing to follow what he was really trying to get at. Okay, for me, for me, because well, he kind of was he kind of was like you know he hasn't t- making the strides that we expected of him, but he's working really hard. And he's doing what he's supposed to do in practice. So it's contradicting. So how is that not making the strides that you asking of him if he's doing what y'all are asking of him? Like, what else is he supposed to do? Also the, fair. You know, he, he was a rookie last year, man. If there mm-hmm. was any type of hazing mm-hmm. that was going to be going on, that would have been <laughs> done last year. He's all set this year. You're supposed <laughs> to let him rock. I think, Great. like, this sophomore slump, that you know, as, as they call it, um, has more to do with him having that little injury in the preseason, man, and him just not being, um, you know. And obviously, Sherfield played great as well. Don't get don't get me wrong; he played great as well. But they're not even targeting him at all, That's so it, it doesn't make any sense. That's why we don't get I, it, bro. I don't I don't know, man. I can't make it make sense in my head because for me, one plus one always equals two, no and this what. don't this don't this mm-hmm. don't equal two. Right. One plus one equals two. Yeah, fair, fair. You are absolutely right about that. We have a contribution from Bam Bam. Thank you, Bam Bam. <laughs> Super chat. I'll say again. Rat in the building. Kyle was given too much power without actually earning it, and Lynch is an alpha. He can't just push around. Oh, he pushing him around though. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I was Don't gonna say. Like he's definitely, he's definitely pushing him around. He's definitely right? getting bullied. <laughs> Definitely. But here, here's my thing with the whole John Lynch situation. Because I feel like to, you know, play devil's advocate to that, to that contribution from Bam Bam. Again, thank you. We appreciate it. John Lynch isn't saying that because that's what he thinks. John Lynch is saying that because that's what he's being spoon fed from Kyle Shanahan. I told you. And my thing is this. Right. How can someone... Well, I, I'm not even going to say how. Of course, someone isn't going to be able to make the strides that you want them to make when you aren't giving him opportunities to make strides. <laughs> right. Bro, right. How the hell, how the hell, how the hell is he supposed to prove? Whole on this right now. Let's, how the hell is he supposed to prove <laughs> right. that he's making strides mm-hmm. when right. you don't start him in the, the Lions game, when you Ooh. don't start him in the Eagles game? When you don't give him targets, when he plays 40-plus snaps versus the Cardinals, but Travis Benjamin, who hasn't started a game or taken a snap on offense, has more targets than him. How, Sway? All right. Hold on. I need need a cricket break. All right, so what I'm starting to understand is that Kyle's influence, Kyle, Kyle runs the team, right? It's clear. This is what Bam was trying to say. Bam, he Kyle's been given too much power he, without earning it. Like, he got the power because of his name. He got the power because of his pedigree. He got the power because there was probably some of his father influence, you know, on that, you know, the whole thing, right? 
he also got the power because Kyle Shanahan said, if I'm going to come in here, y'all going to give me this and this, 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 and it's going to take me some time to get it, whatever, whatever, whatever. So that's why, you know, a lot of people want Kyle Shanahan's job, but his job isn't going anywhere. I, mm-hmm. I don't think – I think we can lose this season, have a losing season, and he'll be right back. and He won't be on any – That's season, right. He sure will. Lukewarm. It won't even be warm. Yep. It'll still be Kyle Shanahan's seat. John Lynch, on the other hand, yeah. might be the scapegoat. Notice how Kyle sets himself up for scapegoats. Mike, Mike uh, McDaniel, scapegoat. If, if, the, if the defense starts to slouch, D'Amico, scapegoat. Get right rid of him. John Lynch, scapegoat. Because Kyle and, 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 uh, and Adam Peters, who they want as the GM anyway? How many times we heard Adam Peters need to be slid right up into that role? Scapegoat. So does John Lynch make this comment to make sure he's still on Kyle's good side? Because remember, Lynch got extended too, but for one less year than Kyle Shanahan. I don't know if y'all remember that. They it both got matter. extended. He's a, he's he's more expendable than Kyle ever will be. Ever. Yeah. Facts. He's more expendable than Kyle ever will be because of the fact that we have Adam Peters in the building. That's and what, if there's right. and if there is anybody, anybody where Kyle will relinquish his ego and his power too, even Adam though he's going to do it kicking it's and screaming, Adam Peters, bro. it's Adam Peters. So, but, and this is, this is why a lot of the fans, a lot of the, you know, content creators, the analysts, they were like, yo, just promote Lynch to president. Mm-hmm. Let Adam already take in that GM role. That, that's what I was going to say. I thought a couple years ago, that's what they were leaning towards. That's what they were leaning towards because they didn't want Peters to leave the building. They were trying to keep Peters in the building. Right. And somehow, some way, they worked it out where they both stayed in the same role, got extensions, and got a couple extra bucks. Because Adam Peters got promoted to vice president, vice, vice okay. general manager, like yeah. second in command. Which is like, basically, you know, but he was already doing that role without the title anyway. Yeah, he was doing all of that. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah. You know what, man? Those late, you look at those late rounds, man, and and that just has his name written all over it. Yeah. And that just goes to show why he needs a little bit more say so because he's not going to let Kyle put him in the headlock and give him a noogie. He not, it's not happening. It's not happening, man, especially if you get that boy the title. So I think that's kind of where uh, Jed is, is a little stuck at. You know what I mean? He don't want to do that and, and cause any kind of conflict with, with Kyle, but. Kyle don't show and prove within this next year or two, man. Gonna have to do what you gotta do. It's it's so it's so it's so crazy though, because every year I felt that's what you know what Kyle's best scapegoat is injuries. And I feel right. like he's able to like <clears throat> get over on one yeah. because his best running back is injured. Yep. Starting yep. quarterback is injured. Oh, I got to put a rookie in there. He's not ready. He's telling the world he's not ready. Right. You know, gosh darn well, that ain't the truth. I know a lot of people feel like he's not ready because he can't read it. Jimmy Garoppolo can't read defense either. Let's just Amen keep to that. These are one read guys. Like, I get it. And no, no, it's not. Sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. But then there's times where there is something wrong with that because when a defense poses a different set or a different look or a disguise and your quarterback can't figure it out, then he can't. He has zero escapability, even though Jimmy's been escaping more this season than he has in his whole career uh. because he got Trey Lance out there that can escape. 
mm-hmm. it changes the game. Uh, put Terrence's contribution back up there. I don't think I read it. So let's go ahead and get that up there. Terrence, Terrence, you're supposed to be on the show today. Uh, I've got, I got to send you the link, dog. Taryn is one of the guests, so there's only going to be five extra ones up there. And then we got a special guest that's going to come on at some point, too, as well. Uh, he says Kyle Shanahan is not an alpha male either. Ooh, let's talk mm. about it. Now we got a debate. True alpha males take accountability. Oh, and don't get their feathers ruffled when they get challenged. I want to hear from y'all, man. <laughs> Ichi, I don't know if you want to sit this one out, but I, I think I will. I got to hear from my brothers out there. Got you. Go ahead. Mose, you look like you got to get something off your chest. <laughs> Thank you for the contribution, Darren. I mean... <laughs> That's Peachy's cat. This is, I know. Yo, this is probably going to sound super, super stereotypical. And I don't mean it that way. I can just tell you what I know from my experience. I've never seen a motherfucker that looked like Kyle Shanahan that was an alpha male. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I've I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And maybe because I'm an alpha male and anybody, the stature of Kyle Shanahan who come up against me, they already know. Mm-hmm. If they thought they was an alpha male, when they come up against me, six foot one, 300 pounds, I might need to go somewhere and sit down because when this brother come in the building, all my alpha go to beta because it's it's not it, that ain't what it is. But if you see how he interacts, even real talk, if he was an alpha male, I see the comments. I'm sorry, go ahead. If he was an alpha male, the way that he responds to some of the the reporters and the, the media, prime example. The way that he responds to Grant Cohn, the way he's so dismissive when Grant asks a question because he know Grant is asking him something to purposely piss him off. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, to me, how he responds to Grant, that doesn't show alpha male. To me, you respond to Grant by answering his question every single time he asks you a question. Right. You don't deflect. You don't get emotional. You don't, you know, get snippy. He asks you a question, even if you know, even if you know that he's trying to rattle your cage a little bit, you look him dead in his face, you answer his question and say, what's up? And you know what that'll do? Grant will stop asking them dumbass questions. Bing. Facts. He'll stop asking them questions because he'll know, all right, I can't get him. I can't rattle his cage. Bang. If I ask him, if I ask him these off-brand questions, he's going to answer them and I'm not going to have any content. Mm. But Grant is able to continually do that because he knows every time he asks Kyle a question that he knows is going to get under his skin, it gets under Kyle's skin. I yeah. I, I agree a thousand percent with Taryn. Let That's me, not an alpha. Let me ask you. Let me let me throw this at you. Is is Bill Belichick an alpha male? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You know why? I you know, know why? I know, I because know every, 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 every press conference, every. he controls Shut the narrative. Down. He controls every the press conference, Sounds he controls like the tone. Why? Because yeah, he goes in every press conference the same exact way. And, yep. and yeah. comes out the same exact way. Yeah, yep. yeah, you, yeah, you know, we just didn't execute on this play and, you know, we have to do better. Ask, what did, ask you, the next what question. did you do? 
what did you do good this question what did you, you do good this, 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 this game uh you know we, we executed the playbook you know the guys ran what they needed to run guys were in the right spots they executed they did a good job and you know we, we we did we did good what do you think you need to improve on you know, we just need to improve on the basics. We need to improve on our fundamentals. And, you know, we execute. need to make sure we're on our P's and Q's and we execute. <laughs> yeah. he, has yep. the, he has the same tone for every single question until the press conference is over. And then he walks Word. out. You preaching, bro. Word. And and I don't think it necessarily just has to do with tone. You know what I mean? Because you have animated people that are also alphas, right? You got Thanks. the Dion's. You got, um, I saw somebody who said hardball. Harbaugh yep. was definitely Harbaugh an alpha, was yep. alpha, and he came in your face and let you know about it every single time. My man wore cleats to the games like he was about to go in. Yo, that was crazy. Like, man, put me in, coach. Hold up. I'm the coach. Hold up. Dog, hold up. I, dog, I'm going to put yo, myself in. Yo, no, fair. Like, fair. If we yes. ever had too many injuries to that quarterback position, right, he would have went in and let us on the drive I, to score. I guarantee you, he would have pulled the player coach move Come and he would have went in the back. He would have suited up and he would have came no out there with problem. some helmets. Our, and a our ball legit no was problem. the emergency quarterback for every <laughs> yes, game. He was. Yes, Real he talk, was. Yo. And, and he set the tone early on, too. Like, y'all, we speaking about the Lions, but y'all remember that Lions game. Oh, I remember the Lions. Y'all remember game, that dude. Lions game at the handshake at the end, right? Y'all remember no. that, right? Y'all remember? <laughs> don't forget, man. There's different ways to be an alpha. There, there you know, are different you know, ways. For me, like I used to do, um, you know, when I was doing music heavy, they used to we had like um media training, you know what I mean? And they would teach us how to deflect questions like that. And Harbaugh definitely was taught by the person who taught me because this person <laughs> had all the hard ass answers that you say back to these people to get them off your back so that they not really they you fluster them instead of them flustering you. And that's, that's really all you gotta do. There's a couple of different ways to do it. Like you just said, Mose, you know, um, the boy up in New England, he just chooses the high road and just gives them just the bread and butter. That's all you getting. You know what I mean? But there's different ways that you can uh skin a cat and, and yep, there it yeah, is. Harbaugh Harbaugh choke woke up every single morning and chose what? He chose he chose violence. He chose violence <laughs> every morning. So hear me out. That's the difference. Between our team. Mm -hmm. They're not violent. And I think the players want to be. Yeah. Mm. But I don't think the coach is. And speaking of that, we're going to bring in our special guest right now. Let's go ahead and get the round of applause ready. All the way from RSI 49ers SI, my man, the Silverado is in the building. What's going on, Silverado Cam? My bro. What's good, family? What's happening, man? We, we, yo, you, we, we talking about alpha males, man, and there's no alpha male I know greater than you, my brother. So let's go ahead and talk about this, man. And I think that's what's missing. I think the team is missing the grit. I think the team is missing a lot of things. But you tell us from your point of view, why are we struggling? Why are we two and three? <clears throat> man, listen, um, first of all, thanks for having me. I appreciate y'all, man. Um, secondly, Ironically, my article dropped right before uh, my last show started when I real talk. But, um, and I said this in the article, Kyle got to look in the mirror, man. You feel me? It's more too coping to just call them plays. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to look at yourself and, and ask yourself what you really want, man. And so, I, I don't know, man. It just seems like, I don't know if he on the fence or what, but this is the, the fence is the wrong place to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to go ahead and pick a, pick a side, man. And listen, man, 
set your players up for success. Because because that what we saw on Sunday, that 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 was a sugar honey ice tea show. It, it, it wasn't success. You know what I'm saying? So hey man, look, Kyle, it's your time, brother. You can say you supposed to be the maximum play caller. Show it. And damn that. I don't want to see the play calling you. I want to see the leader of men in you. There we That's go. What my article was okay. Okay. That's what my yeah. article was titled. The evolution of Kyle Shanahan from play caller to leader of men. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? Leave, leave these men in this team. Because right now, you ain't doing you ain't doing neither one of them. So that's the mm. question then. That's the question. Is Kyle a leader of men? Is he a leader of men? And and so when you watch Kyle Shanahan now, what's different between him and 20? 19 is he traumatized by 2020 like is that is that a possibility peachy there listen we're on the highest level right now (laughs) yeah we are on the highest level so okay if you had if you had ptsd week one against he did that was clear which which he which he 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 said at the first time he was like Mm -hmm. jason verrett went down and i'll be honest i got spooked but okay, you got spooked. You take everybody out, and then you see what happened. This is this is a league. We talk about quarterbacks. The best quarterbacks have what? Short term memory. You go out there, you make a mistake. Defense gets you the ball back. You right back out on the field. You can't remember what happened last drive. Now you have another opportunity to take your team down the field and score points. So as a coach, you also too have to have short term memory. That happened in week one. So basically. You got that out of your system. Mm-hmm. It happened. You lost somebody who you were counting on. It reminded you of last season. You got spooked. You took your guys out. Detroit rallied and almost came back in the game. So that it should it should have been through your system and should be out of your system. Once you got the week two of moving on, now you can't be spooked. You can't have PTSD about what happened in 2020. Because right now, everything that happened in 2020 doesn't matter. Now you're in 2021 and you just lost three straight games. Two straight were division opponents. It, at some point, you got to move on, bro. Yeah. You got to let that go because not only is your job on the line, but your players who you're coaching, like Kev said, you have to lead these men. They're counting on you to go into battle. You, you John Snow. They looking at you. You're John Snow. You're leading them into this battle. And if you're not confident, if you're shaking, if you got PTSD because of what happened last year, how do you expect them to continue to keep up this fight? That's it. They have the fight right now because that's just who they are as men and as football players. But keep losing. But this shit wears on you during a 17-game season. Which is the first of its kind. Yeah. You know what I'm well, saying? See, man, uh, you know, most preach, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, most, you're in the wrong business, bro. <laughs> you need to be somebody pulpit. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? But, man, I, I'm saying <laughs> in, in terms of the whole coaching thing, man, like I said in the article, too, coaching is like having multiple children. You know, I only have one son. He's 17 years old, so I got one shot, right? You know, but when you got multiple children, just like having multiple players, you cannot parent each child the same way you parent the other. Just like you can't coach every player the same way you coach Thanks. every other player. They're all different. And so once you lock in and tune into – the, the personality traits of that particular player, then you figure it out. Now you know what works for certain players. I'm going to go right to Brendan now you. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but it ain't working. You know what I'm saying? It's not working. This man clearly out here making one-handed catches and caught one of the, the dopest passes from Trey Lance on a freaking rope 
mind you, and you telling me he ain't working hard enough? So my question is, and like I said in the article too, before Sunday, we all questioned, was it Jimmy G was the problem? Was it, was it Terrence the problem? Nah, the common denominator is Kyle Shanahan and none other than. So go ahead, Kyle, get it together, man. Now you got two weeks to figure this out. Got two weeks. I mean, and 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 hopefully he does figure something out because the 49ers got to find themselves into this win column. I think by any means necessary. He got to do what he got to do. Pay the refs. Do something. Kyle's got to figure it out. I do want to go over the poll results. So we had a pre-show poll, and the question was, uh, will Nick Bosa record more than 12 sacks? And 100 people voted. Uh, 62% said more. 20% said exact. And 17% said less. Nick Bosa is currently leading the team with five sacks, correct? I mm-hmm. feel like they have more. I felt like he got two in the last game and they only called one of them. <laughs> right. One was a desired run. I got to get my right. brother on here. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, y'all want to talk about that while I bring my boy, my brother on here from another Niners. Nick is in the building. I like how Mike and Nick never join us at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> Talk as much shit about Mike as you want because he's sure giving to you when you're not on the show, bro. This is so <laughs> yo, it's all good. It's all good. What's, going going on, on, What's up, Kev? What's up, Nick? Chilling, man, at work, just uh listening to y'all uh smack some truth over here. But I want to know why a white guy with big ass ears can't be an alpha male. Is that you that asked that in the chat? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I need to know, man. You're like, why, why? I see you stereotyping, bro. Most on the spot. <laughs> it's, listen, it's, it's not it's in the, the shoulders. Big, it's all about it's the not, shoulders. It's, exactly. It's, it's not all the about big, the shoulders. It's not the big ears. The it's, 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 the, it's, the, it's the skinny it's the skinny neck. It's the lanky arms. It's the it's the skinny chest. Bro, it's the it's man, the it's the chest. You can. Harbaugh was the alpha male. My man, my man wore khakis to every single game like he was going to school. Yeah, hey, hey, but, hey, but, hey, but let me tell you. Hey, but listen, me, he wasn't he wasn't ashamed of them khakis either. And no. them, and them them khakis had a crease. I, I guarantee you, he still used starched. He used Bro. spray starch on them jaws in the morning. Can't know about that spray starch. He about to spit his drink out. You You had to iron them church pants, and your, and your grandmama put oh. them pants on the ironing board and use that spray yeah, starch. Yeah. Boy, them pants was sharp as a blade. <laughs> <laughs> they were. They were for sure. But I'll tell you what, I don't look like an alpha male when I'm walking with you or Joe. So it's all good. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, you know, um, Harbaugh was real when he rolled them khakis up two times at the bottom. That's how you know he meant business. That's how you know he meant business, he man. Only alphas cup. do that. Let, let me explain. Fair, he did double, double cup. cup. Let me explain hey, something. You saw them ankles. Let me explain something to you, yo. <laughs> I went to work one day and my students was like, Mr. Brown, you got to roll your khakis up. And I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? I, what, what? No, you got you to flip them two times. You know what I'm saying? That, that might have been the style. I don't know if it meant I was in business or I was about to be the leader of men or what. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, was, <laughs> it, was it like... Schooled at school by the kids. That's what happened. It was like a true flip up or was Yo. it like a... A flip up, then a fold, and then the flip up. It was the flip up, fold, flip. So the crease was like it's like they iron in the crease on the flip. I'm like, yo, y'all got yeah. <laughs> what's, what's going no, on? You, 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 you ain't know the key is. 
after you flip it up, you gotta you gotta iron that crease into the flip up too. Yo, you I'm gotta iron it again. Iron it again. You know what I'm saying? They had that crease right, and so every now, every time I wear khakis, I do the flip, crease. Flip every time. Yeah, I don't care if they hire waters. I won't look like Steve Urkel. My students said to do it. That's what I'm doing. It, but I was channeling my inner hardball because I'm an alpha male. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was really doing. <laughs> All right. Listen, we got oh, a new man. we got a new poll, poll, uh, poll question out there in the YouTube community chat. So please go ahead and get your vote on right now. And then we're gonna go ahead and kick this off with our fans. Nick, we want to know what's really going on with Brandon Ayuk, man. Is this a sophomore slump? Is this coaching, or is this neither? Is it neither of the, of the two? Like, what's really going on with our boy Brandon? Because last year, how does one wide receiver carry a team with injuries and still lead the team in receptions? But then this year, you got your general manager and your head coach saying he has work to do. Like, what's really going on? I know we don't know the real answer, but we want to know Nick's answer. Well, you know, I'm an IU fan, right? And obviously, but uh, you got to look back at last year. Like, yeah, he did things last year, but he was the only guy there. Like, he was forced to do things. Was he up to the standards and the par that the 49ers wanted him to be at last year? Even if he wasn't, he was going to be on the field because there was nothing else there. So I think that a lot of it has to do with maybe the progression of where they want him to be, what they see in him. Um, I said this earlier in the season, right? And I was asking, I think I like asked Eric Crocker. I think I asked on our show, did did Brandon Ayu come in here this year where thinking like he's the man? Mm. He did it last year. He didn't really take this offseason too much, uh, you know, too much into his, his mind thought, like his thought process and work hard, hard, hard to, to get that number one spot. And he just came in a little bit of lackadaisical. Now, some players do that, right? I'm not saying that is right or wrong. I'm not saying that that's what happened, but you got to think about it. Brandon Ayuk was a first-round pick. He shined last year because there was nobody else there. He was kind of thrown into the fire. And then he comes in this year thinking, like, maybe he's young. He was young. Maybe thinking, okay, well, I don't really need to do anything because I'm already that guy. Like, I've already shown what I can do, and I'm that guy. And maybe Kyle Shanahan wanted to see more from him. And now he's getting the snaps. He's just not getting the targets, right? So that he's not in the game plan as much. Do I agree with that? Absolutely not. I think that he should be getting those targets because it's going to help him grow. We heard in the early offseason that Brandon Ayuk looked great in camp. Then all of a sudden something happened. Was it Trent Sherfield just took off and Brandon Ayuk just stayed at the same level? He didn't start to compete against Trent Sherfield more? I don't know. You know, your guess is as good as mine. Um, either way, the coach, it, it goes to the it goes to the same thing as Trey Lance, right? Like, get the kid out there to play. And I'm speaking of Brandon Ayuk. Like, let him, holding him back and punishing him from targets and things is going to set this young kid's mindset lower than what it should be. So his mentality isn't going to be there. And – when it comes to re-sign guys like this, oh, you were in your bag before. Guess what? You're going to pay me this or I'm out. So they got to get it right. And it starts with the head coach. It starts with the head coach. It also starts with Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk has to not let his mindset get messed up. You heard Dante Pettis when he left and what he said. 
I got criticized. I took it the wrong way. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to play football. So I don't think Brandon Ayuk's that guy that's going to do that, but it will hurt you as a receiver going forward. It hurts you in this system. Right, in this system. I'm saying here. It it will hurt you staying here. I got you. It will hurt the team, not him. It'll hurt the team for him to stay here. So that's that's kind of my thoughts on it. I mean, either way, it boils down to the two guys. It boils down to Brandon Ayuk and how how bad he wants it. And it boils down to Kyle Shanahan on giving him the opportunity. Does it really boil down to that? Unless we got we got another guest coming on. And and I'm asking you that because it clearly looks like when he's out there, he wants it. Brandon Ayuk is open on like every play. And they ain't throwing him the ball. He gets open. Somebody said our wide receivers don't get open. He does. No, he's I got a, definitely I got a question open. though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a question for the group though. Hmm? How much of this is John and Kyle? John Chapman's in the building. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> What's up, guys? Glad to be here. He was the perfect segue to John. So. Oh, oh, John, I, 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 I feel bad. Oh, I cut off Moe's. I cut off Moe's. That's on me, man. My my timing was bad. That was like he called your name. You all good? It's perfect. My bad. Good. How how much of this, if any, is John and Kyle having buyer's remorse? Because they passed on I, some of the other wide receivers mm, in that 2020 ooh, draft class ooh. who are, are are doing pretty good. All right. Can, can we a start guy, a, a guy like Justin, okay, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Okay. A can guy I, like Chase Claypool. A guy like CeeDee Lamb. Ooh. How much, how much of this is Kyle having so much faith in who he thought Brandon Ayuk could be and passing on a sure thing like a Jefferson, like a CD Lamb, like a mm-hmm. like a Chase, like a Chase Claypool, who has the body makeup of one Jalen Hurd that Kyle wants to use in this system, but can't because Hurd is injured. How he- much of this is buyer's remorse, and they're taking it out on Brandon Ayuk, and they shouldn't be? Okay, I like that. I like the way you ended that. I like I like the way you ended that. Who wants to tackle this one? Because Moses asking I'm, y'all a question. Let me, me, let me, me go, go first. Please. Cheers. Um, if nobody want to go, I go. Get him, okay. Kev. Get him. Uh, look, man. From from a coaching standpoint, and most I agree with everything you said. Um, you know, John, you a coach too. You know, what I'm saying, you know, you a coach. I know some of y'all have coached before too. But even with all that, it come back to the coach. I don't want to hear the rest of that nonsense about rise remorse and, 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 and choices that that wasn't made that should have been made. It come back to you. You made the choice. Someday I'll deal with it. And my thing is, Dante Pettis, who was soft as, as, as medicated cotton, you can't, you can't. Hold up, hold on, hold on. There's, there's medicated cotton? I thought <laughs> yeah. there was yeah, medicated cotton. There's there medicated cotton. You mean like, yeah. cotton, regular, like, like you talking about pills, cotton? Like, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> so, cotton, you mean? Oh, okay. I cotton when you, you put the cotton ball in some alcohol. Yeah, the, one, the ones that are already wet. Medicated cotton. That's just right. alcoholic yeah. cotton. That's. So I you some look, the pills. Look, nah, nah, nah. But my point is, man, you cannot coach every player the same, man. And you cannot you okay, listen. The biggest part of coaching is not managing the player, it's managing expectations mm-hmm. and things of, of, of that nature from that player. So so what? He wasn't your first choice. He was your choice though. So now deal with that. You know what he can do, you know what he can't do, put him in position to succeed at what, what he can do. 
Brown and you make plays every time you're on the field. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. And then and my thing is, as I said in the article as well, so you mean to tell me your, your, your game plan was to bring up Travis Benjamin, who a whole 172 pounds with two bottles of Ciroc in his pocket. Don't get Mo started. You know what I'm saying? For the practice squad, as a competitive advantage, a, a kick-return specialist, and he ain't returning no kicks? That's your plan? When you got Surfield on, on the sideline, who has a rapport with, with Trey Lance, when you got um, Ayuk over there, who has a uh, rapport with Trey Lance, are you serious? So these are coaching decisions, man. These ain't on the personnel. Y'all I'm make these you, choices. Man. I'm with you. And I'll say this. On, uh, two things. Mm-hmm. One, I will now consider myself the medicated cotton of the 49ers podcast world. <laughs> uh, that is who I am from now on. And then two, I, I'm going to be honest, man. The thing that made me most upset wasn't even, you know, I, you got 46 snaps, okay, out of 65. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. I would like all of them. I love what pissed me off more than anything. Juwan Jennings was inactive. Yes, yes. What the hell is that? Yes, Juwan Jennings my has guy. been showing out on limited snaps with huge upside. We put 17 out there that can't get any separation against one of the worst corners in all of the NFL for this. Like, and this goes back to another thing, okay? And, you know, again, I like to usually be pretty positive, but I'm on your podcast, so I can pile on right now. Yes, uh, you can. So. Yeah, do <laughs> let's, let's do this. Say what yeah, you want. exactly. Why the hell does Kyle Shanahan not trust rookies or sophomore players? That's the issue. His yes. love for veteran players. Travis Benjamin wasn't relevant till way back in Cleveland with Shanahan in 2013. Trey Lance was in middle school back then, right? Like the fact that they're still on the same field is incredible to me. But trust these young rookie players that you spend all this capital on. Juwan Jennings, you shelved him for a year with the injury, comes out, shows out in training camp, shows out in the preseason, shows out in the regular season. And what do you do? You shelve him for what? Something you found in a garage sale. Like, come on, man. Like Travis Benjamin, (laughs) but no need. But John, what's up, buddy? Um, What's up, man? Great to see you, Nick. You too, buddy. Um, I don't know if it's so much that he doesn't trust his rookies, though, because he's had an offense led by undrafted guys. Yeah. It's so, young, though. The young yeah, ones he doesn't trust. It, it's weird, right? Like, I, I'm totally in agreement with you on that. Like, I mean, I see where you're going with it because you see it with Trey Lance. You see it with Brandon Ayuk now. Like I said, Brandon Ayuk earlier, you know, I said, got thrown into the fire. Debo Samuel did Nick. He did. And he excelled. Excelled. Let so him in receiving so yards, my, my target. My question is, I, you got to help me because I'm going to get more gray here. If he excelled getting thrown into the fire and it's no longer a fire, how is he? why is he not excelling? And that can't be because of Brandon Ayuk not living up to an expectation or this. That, that's bullshit. Think about it. And then, Kev, you said that about the about the pick, he missed out on this pick. He traded up to get Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. What are we talking about here? That's he, my he point. Traded he traded up. He could have stayed where he was and got Brandon Ayuk in round three, two. I don't get it. So this is your fault. This is his fault. Nobody but he is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. Carry on. I had to get that out before I, I, I got red. Go. I, I can't. The the squealing in your voice tonight is just hilarious, bro. You sound like a like a, a hurt possum, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Only you would know what a hurt possum sounds like. Well, of course. I'm always in the woods. Come on. Um, But, 
Look, I mean, at least I knew what a medicated cotton ball was. <laughs> I, I, I just put it in alcohol. I never call it medicated, dog. <laughs> but I'm medicated way. all the time then. If that's yeah. the case. <laughs> Somebody wanted us to invite Robbo on the show. Please send him the link. Let's see if he can get on here. Man. Ooh, he ain't coming on. Hey, we've we've been trying to get his I, name I, on I, for Breezy. You trying to get banned from YouTube? Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Just maybe so, you bring around more who you want to. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to what I said earlier, and it's like, while he's exceeding on the field, he's being open, he's getting the snaps. You know, like John said, 46 snaps out of 65. He's getting separation. Watching the all 22, he's open a ton of times. He's just not the option. He's like the the later the latest option that you could possibly go to, right? For some odd reason. Um, but I guess it kind of boils down to what we're not seeing behind doors, right? So there's rumors out there that he test Kyle by saying that he wasn't happy with Jimmy Garoppolo being the starter, right? I don't know if that's true. Um, then, you know, then you go and you hear that you know, he stood up and he's not happy with the offense and he tries to be that alpha male standing up to a non-alpha male, right? So I just got to throw that most, but um, what is he doing at practice, right? Like, is he, is he? Yeah, we can't see that. That's the right. problem. We, we mm-hmm. can't see that. Like, is he not compete? Is he not giving it his all? And I he's being utilized because of the fact that I, I think it would be harder for him you got a Bible there? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. Wait, time out. Time out. Okay, go ahead. I just want to raise my hand. Just to play devil advocate, Nick, because you know I got I to gotta bust your chops a little bit. What well, we've heard all you. season, what, we, what <laughs> we've heard all season is Trent Sherfield has been showing out in practice. So right. I don't understand the disconnect. Why are well, we worried Trent- about what Brandon Ayuk is doing in practice? But we've heard from Kyle and everybody in this organization that Trent Sherfield has been grinding in every single practice. Why is he not getting the snaps? Why is he not getting the targets? Two this season, Trent Sherfield. Right, but when we heard that, right? Now I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate back. When we heard that, he was on the field. Brandon Ayuk wasn't. Now, so in order for Brandon Ayuk to overtake him, he has to be doing something right, correct? Yes and no. What? He's moving up. Yeah, sure no, I'm saying up. yes and no. Like, yes. Moving on up. Let's yes. <laughs> um, yes right. and no. And what I mean by that is, yes, he obviously has to do some his, – his preparation and things have to be better, right? Um, and obviously he's a first-round pick, and that's going to help him slide into the lineup over a Trent Sherfield, right? Guys. Guys, Nick, Nick, hey, listen. No, here, here's what I'm gonna say, Breezy. Nick, I don't, I don't disagree with you, but this is why we cannot trust what Kyle Shanahan is. This is that's oh, absolutely. This is 100 hey. reason why we cannot trust anything that comes out of Kyle Shanahan's mouth right now. I thought Nick because of what trouble. Nick just laid out. I wouldn't because believe of the Kyle fact- Shanahan if he told me what he had for breakfast. <laughs> because of what you. Nick just laid out. And because of the back and forth and the devil's advocate that both he and I were able to play, 
this is why the faithful are having a hard time believing anything that Kyle Shanahan says. Because there's no possible way gotcha. you can tell me that Brandon Ayuk hasn't been making strides. Your general mm -hmm. manager comes out and doubles down on what you say as the head coach. Trent Sherfield, everybody is singing his year. praises. Right. But now all of a sudden, Brandon Ayuk is doing enough to get 46 snaps in the Arizona Cardinals game. But Travis Benjamin, who's coming off of IR, gets more targets than him. It's so funny, man. Okay, so um, um, we have some contributions that we need to get to before we skip by from 49er Jeff. Thank you very much for the super chat. Ayuk is super talented. He needs his targeted plays. Who's being hurt, him or the team? I, I, yeah. that's, this is why we can't figure it out. Like right. Nick, Nick can't say that – well, he can't say it. But this is why it doesn't make sense because Nick said he – he was the only person that we could throw to last year. What? <laughs> it, was, it was four people covering him, and he still caught the ball. Then that means he should be the, the junk. <laughs> hey, John, you watch way more film than all of us because I don't know where you find the time, but you just have it, right? So you watch it. I don't yeah. know where he find all 22 at, JL. He got the plug. <laughs> he got the plug. Listen, <laughs> JL, please tell me, is Brandon Ayuk getting open when he's out on the field, because apparently we have people thinking that our receivers aren't creating separation because when we see it, it's like the quarterback never has anyone to throw to when they're scrambling out in the pocket. I could, I could attest to this week in particular, you know, I finished a 90 minute breakdown just yesterday. And the, even if you look at the two catches that I, you got, he was blanketed on both of them. He went, there's no separation, but that's who he is. Like you have to understand. Also, Debo has never gotten separation. Ever. That's not who Debo was in college. That's not who he is. He's a muscular kind of yak guy that just you get him the ball. So the problem is, okay, again, our white and, and this is probably one of my biggest critiques of the team. I don't think that we have our wide receivers coach very well. Um, I really, really don't. I think we the treat him like running backs. Good. And, and again, it's not like I'm a Wes Welker hater. Obviously, what that dude did was incredible. He's a Texas guy. Way back to me, I remember watching him in high school play. Like he's he's awesome. He's crazy though. By the way, I got some stories. But um, but anyway, having said that, our wide receivers do not develop well, and we don't coach up well. We just don't do it. And so, like that is a problem. Separation, you're not going to find a lot of it. Is it there sometimes? But when Kittle left the starting lineup. Everything changed. Yeah, like I don't think people understand the difference that Kittle brings over the middle because now your linebackers, they can play loose. Oh, and what no, I mean by yeah. that is they Jail. can favor the hook to curl and flats way Jail, more. Do me a favor. Talk Sorry. Up with Moe's and tell Moe's. Only Moe's needs to hear this. Not everybody. <laughs> okay, to and talk about the importance of George Kittle. Kittle changes everything. Okay, Kittle yeah. changes everything. Sorry. Everything. I love you, bro. I just – I just – common sense. It's like, first of all, what you keep throwing this back out at here. What I said was, <laughs> it's not as detrimental as people would think. I said clearly, I don't remember him saying as. as. Can somebody please find him saying not as? Clip it. I, Clip it. If said, only you recorded it. You said Trey Lance does that. If only they recorded here and here's the only YouTube. Here we go. We have another super chat from our brother Sean Shepard. Thank you for the super chat, Sean. He says, he says, What up, fam? Be blessed. I think M. McDaniels is actually calling the plays. That's why some plays we're like. 
WTF. I don't know why we believe Kyle. He lies all the time. Ayuk wise from traffic throws gets T-Rex arms. Hmm. Uh, uh, so I don't anybody, know if I believe the part about, this earlier, about Michael McDaniel. And I want to ask, I want to ask Kev and I want to ask JL what they think about this. So I saw somebody um, and I wrote down his name. I want to, I want to give him credit for it because I was thinking the same thing. Vince Felice 49. If you're still in the chat, uh, shout out to Vince Felice because I had been thinking this and I had wanted to ask this on this show too. How much is Kyle Shanahan missing Mike LaFleur? How much is he missing Ooh. having a specific a LaFleur. <laughs> coordinator dedicated to the passing attack? Last year, we had McDaniels focused specifically on the run. Mike LaFleur focused specifically on the pass. They never intersected. This year, we have McDaniels, who has been promoted to offensive coordinator, and now it's his job to focus on both run and pass game plan scheme. Uh, how much is that hurting this team right now or affecting this team, if at all, from your two perspectives? Uh, I say this most, bro. And to be honest, I don't believe none of that narrative that – I, I really think the thing with Daniels, he's a scapegoat. Because this way, he can say, oh, what the media was calling the plays. It, it, it came from Mike McDaniels. But we we see not, him calling the all, plays on the sideline legit. every single game, though. Right. Yeah. We see him. I mean. Like, I, and so I'll say this. What? My biggest my biggest thing, Kev, once the running backs got hurt, everything changed. Everything changed. Okay. Everything, Everything changed. You right, go right, back right, to week right. one, they had 442 yards offense. They moved the ball up mm. and down nonstop. Everything mm. was, again, clicking, right? This is why you keep Jimmy Garoppolo, because everything's just so succinct and it works well, whatever. Well, once those running backs left, and Kyle Shanahan, again, doesn't trust rookies, certainly got two snaps in the fourth quarter. Like that dude, they put him on a leash and say, get the hell out of here, right? He doesn't trust anybody. And so once you lost Hasty, once you lost Jeff Wilson, once you lost Mostert, good gosh, everything got put the brakes on. Now, is that that's a crit critique of Shanahan because I think you got to trust your players a little bit, but also that's why it's not working because he won't allow it to work because he's so hamstrung and he's scared to call like put those running backs out there and trust them. And so that's why you got Kyle Juszczyk out there as the third down back, which he's not. I love Juice. It's not that's not what he's built for. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I got you. We have we have um another super chat. Thank you, Quest for Six. Um said no way is McDaniels calling the plays. If he was, you would have seen a lot of Mitchell and Sermon. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's way too arrogant to let Rick, exactly. you know, Morty all grown up call plays. That, that ain't happening, man. <laughs> right. Agreed. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't unsee it, can you? You can't unsee it. I'm telling you, that no. dude is Morty grown up in human form. Oh, it's insane, oh, man. That's oh my gosh, that's, I never that's, Now that's funny. Yo. That is perfect. That's, like. oh, that's so perfect. Oh, wow. Oh, you can never man. unsee that now. We, we, we swinging for the fences today, huh? We swinging for the fences. Back, we back, 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 Last time I checked, we all looking in this mirror and like, what in the hell? Right. We got it. We got it. We got to get it out. That is fantastic. We got to get it out. We got to get it out. Oh, man, you said something, man, I wanted to touch on. But uh, keep going. Hopefully, it'll come back to me. Something about Kyle Shanahan and, and the mirror. Oh, maybe Kyle Shanahan oh. 
I and do these have a question, weeks, though. Hold up, Kev. Maybe Kyle Shanahan, Kev, and these and these weeks off, maybe you need to fly to New York and go try to get Matt LaFleur back on his team some way, somehow, because they suck. <laughs> maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe that's no way. Uh, so LaFleur ain't coming back because LaFleur's finally calling plays. Like, he's legit oh, yes. OC. Which, if you're an OC for Shanahan, you are not legit, man. You God, are. He's, no. understood. Understood. And what he and what yeah. he's doing, he's he actually gets to go through the growing pains. He it's his first time as a, a full time mm-hmm. OC calling plays. Right. He gets to go through the growing pains with his rookie quarterback. Can you imagine what Lafleur and Zach Wilson are going to look like in year three, year four, once Robert Sala and this Jets organization starts to put more pieces around him, get them a better running back get them more pieces on the offensive line, better receivers, continue to beef up that defense. Can you imagine what the continuity of them two is going to look like in year three and year four? Listen, I know Zach Wilson is leading the league in interceptions right now, but we knew coming out of college he was a gunslinger. Mm -hmm. He was a gunslinger at BYU. He was just playing lesser competition, so you didn't see that many mistakes. The jump from playing at BYU to the NFL – that is a completely different monster. So of course there are going to be mistakes, but he has those, he's going through those growing pains right now. And that's going to benefit him next year and the year after and the year after that. And that's what the faithful want to see with Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance, but yep. Kyle's being Kyle. Right. Yeah. And, and I'll say this about the jets. There's nothing around him. When Corey Davis is your best offensive weapon, you're in, you're, you're in trouble. But right. Kai Becton's incredible. He got injured right off the bat. Right Terrible up. offensive line. It's just yep. rough. I'll say this. My biggest critique of Sala is they didn't bring in a vet quarterback to groom and kind of help and tutor. Um, I hate that. When the Jets started the season, I don't know if people know this, not one quarterback on their roster ever started one game in their NFL career. Wow. Zach Wilson was the most like seasoned guy in the room. Like, and wow. so like I think that's a problem. But it's kind of the antithesis to what we're doing here, right, for the 49ers. Screw it, man. Go learn. Who cares? We don't care about this year. Um, we'll see how that plays out. And maybe if we would have kept LaFleur and not McDaniel, maybe we would be seeing more of Trey Lance. But I think maybe. wanted to leave, right? Yes. Well, no, him and Robert Sala were like best friends. The, the LaFleur yeah. family and Sala, they're like, they're like brothers. Yeah. Like Salah is their extended brother, like so he gotcha. was going with Salah. And no Lafleur wanted to leave two years earlier, but remember Shanahan blocked him whenever his brother tried to hire him at Green Bay. So we blocked that, and so like Lafleur and Shanahan's are close, but that's nowhere near Salah and them. I think they're like best man in each other's wedding or something gotcha. like that. Yep. Uh, man, listen. Shout out to uh, Sean Super Chat. You're all entitled to your own opinions, even if you're all wrong. <laughs> you can at me, Sean. At me, Sean. Come on now. <laughs> I know. All right, Kev, let's finish up this segment, man. You had something you wanted to add, and then we're going to get these fans. We got to get our fans on the show. We were yeah, waiting to get um, away. It's, it's, it's actually like a, like, like a two-pronged thing type here. I want to touch back on Ayuk real quick. Um, in terms of Ayuk, and they say he regressed some things of that nature, do y'all know that as of right now, Ayuk has leads, he's fourth in the NFL in contested catches with seven this year. So mm. remember last year they said that, that, that he couldn't make the contested catch. They would say, oh, he, he can't make catch in the traffic. Well, this year he, he's fourth in the NFL with seven. And mm. you saw that on Sunday. But yeah. you mean to tell me that Travis Benjamin deserves time over him 
And, and, and not just that. You mean to tell me Charlie Benjamin is over times over Trent Surf? <laughs> I mean, so these are all coaching decisions. And then, and then lastly, I, I want to touch on something that Twitter, the Twitterverse jumped down my throat. I know most Breezy and Peachy, y'all said it on y'all show that same night. But this is something I say after the show. I, it really felt like Kyle Shanahan called a game in such a manner to say, I told y'all he wasn't ready. I told y'all he couldn't do it. You know, I, I gave him the keys and, 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 and you know, he, he wrecked the car. No, you wrecked the car. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you had a pre-programmed GPS running him right to a damn brick wall. But luckily for him, he was able to avoid the wall on multiple occasions and still drive the car. So, you know, my thing is, man, I don't know what the whole unknown, mysterious theory behind this was, but he definitely didn't set Trey Lance up uh, for success. And Brandon, now you is not the problem. Passing the mic. I, I definitely didn't think he was the problem. I don't understand how a guy can lead the team in wide receiving one year, be the problem next year. And even if he does think he the shit, what wide receiver in the NFL don't think they the shit? Like, what happened to that? That's what's missing. I miss T.O. I miss I miss those wide. I miss Michael Irvin, even though he was coked out. Like, I miss if, those guys. If Dante Pettis <laughs> ever thought he was the shit, we got an issue. <laughs> but but yeah. you, you get what I'm saying? That The NFL was way better. Like, you had wide receivers were the pretty boy showboats, right? Then you had the, the cornerbacks that was like the exact same thing, but on the opposite side of the field. Uh-huh. The running backs carried the team. The quarterbacks were the leaders. The de- you had that one defensive edge rusher that was just on steroids. I'm just thinking of every player that I can remember from the program. So don't mind me. That's like my Dude, favorite yes. movie. Yes. <laughs> Wayne, I got to ask, man. Let me just guess. I'm just assuming here. You were a wide receiver. You played wide receiver, correct? No, I was a freaking no? running back, bro. Go With figure. that attitude? Yo, I was, a, I, I, was the, <laughs> the ones that, I was the one that talked shit. Like, I, That's I why you so mouthy, John. That's yep, why he's so yep. mouthy. Yeah, I miss man. Ricky, yo. Come on, man. Listen, we're going to do some 49ers trivia, right? And so we're going to get fans on the show. We got our boy Taryn here. He's going to be the first up to bat. Welcome to the show, Taryn. Hey, Before Taryn. we get started, oh, though, we up? want you to speak your <laughs> what pivot, up, man. You know what I'm up, saying? Man? Let us know how you feel right now about the mirror mirror situation, man. What, what does that mean to you? And what do you think we should be doing within these next two weeks? Well, first of all, can you guys hear me? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, well, you know, let me touch on what I super chatted earlier about the the alpha male thing. You know, I really think when it comes down to Kyle, you know, or any, you know, situation with the alpha male stuff, it comes down to or is like, if you really have that in you, you're not going to care if anybody challenges you. And like what Mose was saying, when Grant Cohn is, is at the podium with them and he's asking them all these hard questions. He gives them attitude and stuff like that. I feel like he doesn't, I feel like, you know, when, you, when you're an alpha, when you walk into a room, you kind of command respect. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like with Kyle, he just he just doesn't have that aura in him where, he, where it feels like he's a leader of men because, I don't know, I, am I making sense when it comes to that? Preach! And then, too, it's like with the accountability thing, like any any alpha male, when they make a mistake, will own up to it. You know what? I screwed up. This is what like I mean, look at somebody like like Mike Tomlin. I never Mike Tomlin always takes uh, accountability. He's like, you know what? I'm the coach. It's on me. I've never heard Kyle do that. 
with Brandon Ayuk, I don't know if it's a situation where like maybe he challenged Kyle. You know what? With this, you know, because if I'm Brandon Ayuk, if I'm if I'm a receiver, I want the quarterback in there who's going to give me the best opportunity to shine. So you look at Brandon Ayuk, he's looking at C.D. Lamb and Justin Jefferson, somebody who gets him the ball, and they're out there eating. And Brandon Ayuk is hungry too, and he's not being able to get his chance. So, so maybe it was a situation where he hit up Kyle and said, "Look, let's do this, let's do that." And Kyle didn't like that, and maybe that's why he's not getting any snaps. So, uh, the thing with Sherfield too, I think I don't know. I think Chapman brought it up. It's one of those things where it's like after the Eagles game, people were asking Kyle about Brandon Ayuk and like, "Hey, what's going on?" Well, Trent Sherfield's mm-hmm. our number two guy right now. He's our number two. And then now after week five, he, he's losing snaps to Travis Benjamin. Like, like, like what's cracking here? So th- that's just that's one of the issues I'm seeing. And I know Peachy and Kev, you guys were both in the military, right? Mm-hmm. 14 this years. 14 years. Okay. So I was in the I don't know. If, were, were you two, Chapman? No, I was just saying oh, tip of the hat. Okay. Man. Yeah, so we're in the military. And what bothers me most about this team is the dysfunction. Because in the military, it's all about structure. That's right. It's all about structure. It's all about it's all about timing. I have your back. You have my back. Um, I'll die for you. So this is one of those things where it's like I don't get it. So if I'm Jed York, I'm sitting this team down and, you know, he's passive anyway, but I'm sitting this team down. John Lynch, Adam Peters, Kyle Shanahan. Look, man, we need to fix this. We arguably have a top 10 roster and we're playing like crap. We're playing like bottom feeders right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of those things where I just I, I don't get it. I think we're all lost for words right now because we don't understand what's going on. And I agree with Chapman. You know, once the once the running game faltered and we had injuries, it went downhill. So hopefully maybe with, you know, everybody coming back, you know, um, after these two weeks, you got you're gonna have Mitchell, who's gonna be more healthier than what he's been. Um, Sermon should should be getting more snaps. I don't know what the situation is, but Hasty's gonna be back as well. Yeah, Hasty as well. Looking at that game, and Sermon. I was looking at this last game. <laughs> why do we run so much to the right when the strength is our left side? No, I couldn't figure. Oh, hey, <laughs> Taran, pulls, though. real quick, Taran, I want to jump in. To, 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 to piggyback off what you said about the military. You know, it's, it's a word we got to have the military. You know what it is? Micromanaging. I can't stand micromanaging. I can't stand it either, bro. Right and I'm not in the military. Too much micromanaging. You know I can't saying? stand so, when y'all have certain... Let, let me do my job. Yeah. Like, that's, that's why I love about my principal. She tells me, this is your class. You do what you got to do. Just teach my kids. Make sure exactly. they're safe. I say, thank you. I'm not micromanaged. You know, and so when you micromanage stuff, that's saying you don't trust them. So Kyle Shanahan, thank you. Say it again. Kyle Shanahan, and this is the reflection I need him to see in the mirror. Kyle, look in the mirror, bro. Let me put my mic up so y'all can hear me. Kyle, look in the mirror and say, "Mirror, I will no longer be a micromanager. You got people in places to do. You're giving people jobs." Let them do their job. If it messes up, tell them how they can fix it, how they can get better. Provide feedback. Provide consultation. Provide the things leaders are supposed to do. It's not even the end of the show, and I'm, I'm going on that spiel. All right, here we go. Uh, Taryn, we got, yes, sir. you're going to pick a number from one through six, all right? One through six. So that's one easy. Through I'm, going, I'm going with three. Oh, of course. You go right down in the middle. All right. So your question is going to be this. After Taryn is on, 
you know, he'll let everybody know where they can find him and all that good stuff. We'll put the email address up. You email us. And then the first person that emails us will be uh, the next guest on the show. All right. So, Taryn, your question is, it's Jerry Rice Day. Jerry Rice had a reception and an NFL record 274 consecutive games. True or false? That's true. I'll read it. I'll read it. Okay. How many of y'all I like think it's confidence, true? man? Confidence. It's super, super confident, man. Which yeah, confidence yeah. was that confident? <laughs> Point Lancer. The answer is true. Congratulations. Good job. All right, so what we're going to do is this. I'm going to share my screen real quick. All right, so don't mind me. Share the screen. Make sure no Chrome tabs. And now you're Yeah. <laughs> I got it this time, though. I hope. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to play Spin the Wheel. You get to pick one of the lanyard flag or patch which one do you want actually it's gonna spin and that's how it's no, gonna, it's gonna spin yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go with uh, you said i get to pick one of them no it's no, gonna it's come down spin. to whichever one you get yeah it's gonna spin all right you're the winner of a lanyard man so we're gonna be sending you one of these cool joints brand new you got firework i you got firework i'm not gonna be giving you you know what i'm saying one that uh see the tag it's brand new you're not getting the one off my key rack so all right, you know all right. <laughs> and, and email us your, your address and that joint will be in the mail for you man right. bro man let everybody know where they can can find you man i know you your, your, your co-host your, your your host uh partner over there was like don't be taking my peeps sorry mariah <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm only on Twitter. I'm not on Instagram or nothing like that, but I can be found at TL49ERMagic underscore 23. So, yeah, I'll, um, I have your, I have your phone number, Breezy. Can I just text you my address? Absolutely. I would appreciate it. Okay. Sounds good then. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Hold on now. I'm typing in this thing. Maybe I'm blocked by good OTL, but I'm looking you up right now, man. Stop pulling up. You say, yeah, I know you probably blocked me already, but say it one more time for me, man. Nah, you ain't blocked, brother. TL 49er Magic uh, underscore two three. Yeah, man, it's right there in his ha- uh handle. Make sure y'all now before he leave, follow him. Please before he leave, I got a question to piggyback off of something he said earlier. Okay. Um, you talked about Kyle and how you know he might have you know felt some type of way if Brandon I you you know came to him with you know a few suggestions. I let me I'm gonna put this to Taryn, but I also want to put this to the panel. Is some of that Kyle's fault with the way he interacts with the players in the locker room? He tries to be this young guy. He tries to be hit. You know, he's a big fan of Little Wayne. He named he named his he named his son. You know, after Little Wayne, rocking all the all the nice hats. He got the the shanty trucker that went crazy, sold out everywhere. He couldn't get it for a while. He has a, he almost sometimes kind of has an open door policy. And because he's a younger coach, he kind of appeals to the younger athletes more. Mm-hmm. But is he sending him is, – is he sending his players a mixed message where they can come to him openly and say, hey, coach, I think we should do X, Y, and Z, and now he's getting ticked off from that because he has an ego? Is that partially his fault because of the way he interacts with the players? Um, you know what? That's a good question. I don't – and that's kind of hard to answer, but at the same time, I think, you know – Looking at this ain't for you, Peachy, because you're not a male, but looking at all the gentlemen on here, I think all of us 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't know your guys' character, but you know, if you own a business and anybody come to you and say, Hey, I don't agree with this. I think we should do things that way. I think we're all strong enough to accept everybody's opinion and accepts like, Oh, you know what? I, I, I don't know. Like I said, that's why I don't feel like Kyle's an alpha male because as for me, if you come to me, if you feel like, we're all a business. NFL is a business. If you come to me and you feel like, and you're giving me whether it's constructive criticism, whatever the case may be, because you feel like what you're telling me is going to do better for our business, I can't be mad at that. Yeah, I'm going to take your opinion and think about it and say, you know, I feel like Kyle's one of them dudes who got bullied in high school or something, and now that he has some power, now he doesn't know how to deal with it. I don't know, Ooh. but um, I, I think Kev answered both, man. Yeah, I think Kev did it perfectly, though. I talked about it on, on Mariah's show last week. It's like you have to know who you can deal with. Like Dante Pettis, I'm not talking trash, but the man was soft. Man was soft, period. So maybe his approach to Pettis was a little bit too strong. So you got somebody like an Ayuk or Debo, like with Debo. Remember they was telling Debo, you know, for you to be better, you need to lose some weight. I think you need to get in better shape. He took that as like, okay, cool. I'm going to go get in better shape. And now he's dogging it out there. He's a beast. Mm -hmm. So, and I mentioned this before. It's like, you know, I have a son. Okay. I have two daughters and a son. I was raised by you get told something once. If you don't do it, you get in the belt. Like there was no, I told you to clean your room two and three times. So when I talk to my son, I'm, I'm pretty hardcore. Like I'm not saying like a gangster. I'm saying hardcore as far as like I'm stern. Whatever I tell you, you better do it. This, this, and that. So, but my attitude I have towards my son doesn't really work. So I had to learn that over the years. Like, okay, my son's not going to take the criticism or the way I talk to him. The way so I need to handle it a different way. And now that I've changed the way I approach my son, he's better at hey, hey, Caleb, let me sit you down and talk to you instead of yelling at him. Now he takes that better, and now he's now he's been a better person, I guess you can say. And I've been a better person because we both know how to deal with each other. If that makes sense. Yeah, man, that makes perfect yeah, absolute sense. sense. I, I'd like sure. to provide just a little bit of counseling, <coughs> if that's okay, uh, Wayne. If you if, yeah. if, if that if you don't mind, like one of the things that I think Kyle brings to the table, and I think we're kind of missing this here, like he is labeled a player's coach, and players either love him or he puts them in their doghouse. And so again, he's not somebody like a Bill Cowher or Mike Tomlin, who somebody brought up, who I think is one of the best NFL coaches. He's incredible. I love Mike Tomlin. But keep in mind, Joe Staley spending Thanksgiving at his house. Keep in mind, we do not get Trent Williams if it's not for Kyle Williams' personality and his the respect that he brings. Oh, yeah. So, it, like, those things are there. At free agency. Everybody signed a cheap-ass one-year deal to come back with us because of Kyle Shanahan. However, yeah. Matt Breida, Dante Pettis, right? You keep going on these guys. You, you, you fuck with Kyle and it goes wrong, you're done. You're done. Next. And so – is he the, you know, dominant male in the room and all those things? No. He's the cool, hip, trendy trucker hat. I'm going to throw this ball across the street into a pizza oven. Let's have a good time. Coach, which works with a lot of people. But the military personnel, as, you know, Taryn brought up, who I think was spot on. He is not that. And I don't want him to try to be that. You know, as a teacher, as a coach, I always tell my coaches and my teachers, look, you be who the hell you are because you're going to reach certain players that I can't reach. Uh, don't be like me. Don't be like so-and-so. You be who you are. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's inauthenticness, right? It's fake. That's the stuff that pushes people off. Is he going to mess with everybody? Hell no. And maybe Brandon Ayuk's one of those players. I certainly hope not. But everybody has clashes. 
And I mean, you can look all the way up and down the NFL. Imagine if our head coach was clashing with Russell Wilson and you have a franchise decade quarterback trying to get the hell out of the room because your head coach chooses damn gum and won't draft offensive linemen. Right. Like we're not in that position. <laughs> right. Uh, we're, we're not there, but I don't know. Uh, just some thoughts, but I, yeah, I love no. what Terrence said. That was fun. No, that's real. Hey, before I get out of here, um, Breezy, you and I were talking on spaces yesterday. So to, to end with this, do I want Kyle fired? Not at all. Not at all. He's great. He's, you know, he needs to be here, but I think what it comes down to it, he does need to be held accountable, but I really do believe that, you know, too many people are enamored with Kyle Shanahan, the play caller. And instead of looking at him as Kyle Shanahan, the coach, hey, coach and that's where man. the difference is. So yeah. I think he needs to, you know, like you, everybody was here on this panel. This, these next two weeks, it needs to be very important. They need to have some kind of team meeting. I don't know what the situation is. Go to San Diego and go kick it on the beach or something. I don't know. Go do what you need to do and have some team camaraderie because right now this locker room just seems like it's divided. The team as a whole it has some dysfunction, and that just can't fly if you want to be successful in this league. So. And I'm in day gonna come through. I'll show him a good time. Can't go take him to Phil's barbecue right there on Rose Cross. Right, I'll be on Point Loma. I got you. Yeah, Point Loma. Loma. Yes, sir. All right, man. Yeah. All right, he brother. He's, he's straight. You know what I'm <laughs> You'll fit right in. Thank you, Taryn. Oh, yeah, Thank for you. sure. Thank you. you guys take care, man. Appreciate you, brother. Thank All you. See right. you, No problem. Later. We got a, a super chat here from Quest for Six. Says Kyle is taking Trey for a driving lesson, telling him to run red light so he can get to his Pilates class on time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic! I, I can't. Wow. I can't. <laughs> you know, all right. So you mentioned something, man. How come? Why come? Or how come? I don't know. Depending on you from the south or from up north or whatever. Why is it that Kyle Shanahan doesn't talk to certain players a certain way? Like, I guarantee, I bet y'all $100 that he wouldn't talk to Trent or treat Trent the way he treats some of his other players. Is Kyle being a bully to these young guys? Because Trent's an OG vet that came and said, yo, Kyle, I'm going to rock with you, but I'm going to do it my way. Exactly. And you're going to pay me, cuz. Yeah, like, Trent, Trent is also 6'5", 315. <laughs> right? and, 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 and he runs down on the <laughs> biggest of men. I don't okay. think all right. So it's a size thing. I got you because I don't, I don't see him uh, getting that money with me. He play like shit. So I'm trying to figure out what is it. Well, you know what? In, in, in life, reason just in life, you know who you can adjust to and who, who you can address. You know who to come at the way you're gonna come at him. You, you know who you can get away with certain things with. I, I, I wish you would. You see what I'm saying? So pe people, the people you know gonna let you get away with certain things, you do it with. You see what I'm saying? So that that's how he does that. And so nah, man, like you know, Kyle, man, look, like I said, man, um, on here on Real Talk Nana Talk in my article, all I'm asking is you be a better leader of men or as good of leader of men as you are, half a good uh, uh play caller as you are a leader of men, and everything will be okay. You know what I'm saying? And John, I feel you. Coaches, they are wired that way. But, you know, things have to change. You, know I'm saying? you, you can't be the same all the time. So mm -hmm. find something that works because right now it's not working. So find something. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't think it's so much that he's bullying or, like, different players. But we also got to understand, Kyle Shanahan's stubborn as it can be, right? And – 
Kyle Shanahan is going to go to these persons and he's going to say, look, this is the way I want it done. He believes in a system so much. This is the way I want it done. It's not this way. And it's the player's job to go out there and do it exactly the way Kyle Shanahan wants it. That's a bully, Nick. Think about it. No, it's not. Because he does. I'm sure he does the same thing with Trent Williams and those guys. But think about what you just said. You said, this is the way I want it done. So, like. I like think about think about stuff outside of football. Think about somebody sharing with you their vision, right? And then they say, "Hey, this is what my vision is." I don't care. I don't know if they come at you and say, "I don't care how you get to it," but this is what I, this is my goal. We call it project-based learning. They're not going to sit there and micromanage you and tell you how to do it. They're just right, expecting you to do it. But that's what Kyle does. That's a he different story, though. Like that's but, that's different because you you are his his employee. Like he's the employer, like no, I get it, but my, so he, I, I don't think he's doing anything wrong by telling them this is the way you need to do it. He's the coach, like that's the way his system runs. It's not like we're going up to somebody in public and saying, "Hey, if you're gonna do that, you need to do it this way," or you know, to reach my goal, you need to do it this way. Like he's doing his job to make the offense better because you have to get all eleven people doing the right thing. To make, to make things work. We've seen yeah. this offense where if one person doesn't do their job, it screws up the entire play. Yeah, Kyle, use check. Right. No, I'm just saying. Like, And that's nothing against Kyle. Mm-hmm. That's him being – where I say that is I don't think he's being a bully is he's being stubborn because of the fact that it's his system. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to move on to anything different. He wants it done the way that he wants. Just like you guys said earlier, Debo, you got to lose weight, bro. Debo went and acted on that. We don't know if he said anything to to Brandon Ayuk or Trent Sherfield or any other player that's not playing. We know that he was on Dante Pettis' ass with criticism that Dante Pettis didn't take it right. He took it the wrong way where he didn't want to play. So is he saying, like, hey, you're, you're a great player, but you can be this much more of a player – if you do these things and is he doing them? And that's the thing. We don't know. We don't know. So, and, and that's, I well, mean, good. And Nick, I agree. I agree with everything you said, bro. I I agree. Do. But, I do. but, 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 but the one thing I've said about Kyle Shanahan, you know, be it in articles or on, on podcasts uh, to Jesus, whoever I'm talking to, the one thing I've said about Kyle Shanahan is Kyle Shanahan is the type of individual. He'd rather be wrong his way than write somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's and, an and, and, and and that's that's a reflection we need him to see, Nick, and everybody else out there. Come on, because because like Nick said, Kyle wants it to work his way. But what if these players can't do it your way? What if you got to figure out how to get the players do it your way differently? But that's what good coaches do. Like that's what good teachers do. Like you, every student is different. Every player is different. So parallel the player to the student. We're all different. We learn different. We react different. We read different. We write different. Like everybody's different. And it's Kyle's job and his his staff's job. Those are his teachers, right? Because he's the principal. It's his staff's job to come together and say, you know, this student is struggling with this play. This player is struggling with getting open and then this, that, and the third. So, so they got to come together collectively. We, we call them professional developments. We, we, we get to- 
together every freaking Wednesday, Monday, Friday. I know I said that backwards. So we can figure out and locate the ones that are struggling because we can't put them down. I can't put, you can't put them in a doghouse just because right. they can't do one plus one. So Kyle. Right, but, if they, but, if, but if they also can't do it, then it's a detriment to the team. It's not a detriment to the team. It's Kyle. No, it is. It's Kyle. Then why, why'd you pick him, Kyle? Why, well, because why, that, but that's where coaching comes in, right? So That's what I'm saying. Right. So they no, I agree with you on the coaching part, but I'm saying if he's not ready to be able to do it that way and somebody else is, you need somebody in there to do it correctly to make this offense work. Nick, well, ain't speak, nobody in here on, doing it the correct way, Nick. But, but, that's my but speaking right, on the whole, whole entire team is not like nobody, um, nobody is 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 doing that, and that's what the problem is. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go that far. Sim- let's simplify it. Speaking on Ayuk alone, he already did it last year. <laughs> he already showed that he could do it. So, what is the big difference this year besides Debo being there? What and is I, the if, big difference, if fair to even simplify it more than that. I, I agree with what Nick's saying. I agree with Breezy saying. But again, to simplify it even more, these guys are football players. Yeah. And we have we have a few coaches um, in this chat right now uh, uh, in this panel. You know, there's there's plays that you scheme up and there's things that you want, you know, your players to do a certain way. But also, this is a game. Yeah, man. Specifically at this level, this is a game that these guys have been playing for al- almost two decades of their lives at this point. They know how to play this game. Right. So, yeah, you might want a player to do something a certain way, but they're also going up against a defense that's supposed to stop them from doing that. Right. So if I'm on the field and I'm actually playing the game and I'm going up against these players and I see certain things and based off of what you want me to do and what they're trying to stop me from doing, I know I have to curtail what you might want me to do a little bit to make it more successful for myself and my team. Kyle has to relinquish some of that power and some of that control and allow these dudes to play football because that's what we're doing. Yep. This is not football on a chessboard. And I know Kyle wants to make this a chess match between the other coach, but at the end of the day, this is football. This is 11 on 11, man on a man, hat on a hat. These dudes know what they're seeing on the field. Right. That's why you drafted a Brandon Ayuk. That's why you drafted a Debo Samuel. Because they're football players. That's why you drafted a Trey Lance. Because you wanted somebody with intelligence who can see what is on the field and then take that information back to you and relay it to you on the sidelines so that you can make better decisions as a play caller. So, Kyle, let the boys play football. Because that's what you said that you wanted when you first got here, that you wanted football players. You wanted people that make football decisions when they're out there. And it's like he wanted all these things, and he talks about how he wants all these things, but then he doesn't allow them to do that. It's like Breezy said. He's like got fucking chains on them or something. Like they're not able to to be football players because he won't allow them to, but he – but he says that that's what he wants. That's why it's so confusing. Because he says one thing, and then he does a, the complete opposite. His, option, his actions are different. That's right. Not, it just does not make any sense. Uh, we have a super chat from Quest for Six. Thank you. A coach should encourage his players, build them up, so they will run through brick walls. Sorry. Um, brick walls through him. Look what D'Amico and Chris do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Thanks. that's true. Yo, before I, I get out of here, I'm gonna continue to listen to you guys, and I want to pre- I want to say thank you, Breezy, Peachy, everybody to have me on, Moses as well. Um, but Breezy, I want to ask this question. I asked this to your, your on our show last night, and I said the conspiracy theory, where I said this offense is being really stagnant. I want to hear what other people's opinions are on it. But this with this offense being so stagnant, is Kyle Shanahan actually calling plays this year? Because this is a total different offense than we've seen in previous years. There's no pre-snap motions. There's no, you know, uh, misdirections. There's nothing. It So did Mike Mc, did he hand over the play calling duties of Mike McDaniels and nobody's even asked him? I, so I just want, I want to hear what your guys' opinion is. I answered it last night. So he, I appreciate you guys. Much I love to all so. you guys, man. And uh, I'll talk to all y'all later. Thank you, Nick. I mean, to to answer Nick's question, um, one, no, I don't think I don't think Kyle has relinquished play calling duties completely to Mike McDaniel um, just because we talked about his ego. Um, And if we're going to sit here and talk about how, you know, he's, you know, telling players that, you know, this is my scheme. This is my offense. This is how I want it done. You know, you can't say this is how I want it done when you're not the one that's actually calling the plays. Um, Do I think, um, you know, I think that's why I posed the question earlier. Are we really missing, you know, Mike LaFleur as our passing game coordinator? You know, we had a a, a passing game coordinator and a run game coordinator. Now we have Mike McDaniel handling both. Is he being overloaded with too many tasks and too much information? You know, when you're used to just, going throughout your week just scheming up the running game and now you have to scheme up the running game but also scheme up the pass game I think one of the things that we've seen is even with the injury to Raheem Mostert our running game is still able to be successful when when uh Mitchell is healthy you know we're successful Trey Sermon started to come on as late as of late had a great game against Seattle our running game is still uh, a, a powerful part of this offense. Uh, but our passing game has suffered. Mm-hmm. And I think without having a passing game coordinator, without having Mike LaFleur on this staff, I think you are seeing some degradation um, in the offensive play calling. So, yes, I think it is stagnant because Kyle doesn't have three brains, his, Mike's, LaFleur's helping to coordinate the offense. You lost the brain. You lost that that thinking power, and you went down to two people. And I think McDaniels is, is probably overloaded at this point, being an offensive coordinator, having to scheme both for running pass. Agree, man. Um, before I give my two cents, I uh, just want to say thank you to Terry for the super chat. Kyle needs to pull a naggy and let McDaniel be an O.C., and Kyle be the head coach. All the micromanaging is making his job harder than it should be. Agreed, that's, man. Agreed. I, I, I that's really think that's, that's yeah. the difficult facts. Yeah. And um, just to kind of go off of what Moses was saying, um, and, and I'm gonna agree with him that you know, there's no way that Kyle's giving up play calling duties. Um, we're still also this looks like a Shanahan offense, honestly. We're still um by far the most uh, pre-snap motion team in the league 
it, it's just about almost every single play because exactly. that helps him understand exactly what the defense is doing and it helps the quarterback. That's how they know when they um, alter the play or not, man. It, it, every, almost every single play. It's something somewhere crazy, like high 80% where we're in pre-stat motions. Um, so, yeah, this definitely looks like a Shanahan offense. Um, for whatever reason, it's not as fluid as it's been in the past. And that's something that the head coach is going to have to figure out, man. He has to sit, as you said, Breezy, and as this is titled, sit and look in the mirror and say, what am I doing wrong and what can I do to better improve this team, man? That's that's just the bottom line. As the head coach, as the, the play caller, the defense is not our problem. The defense is not a problem. We're a top 10 defense again. And we've been for the last few years. Number uh, nine. Yep. Yep. So, and this is with, <laughs> this is with fourth, fifth string corners. We're, right. we're just able to still sustain and stop drives and bend, but not break every single week. Speaking and of so, corners. Yes. Rumor has it. Rumor <laughs> has it. There's some guys out there. All right. Yeah. Now, do the 49ers try to make a trade before the trade deadline for any one of these gentlemen? Kyle Fuller, Trey Flowers, uh, Desmond Trufant, or Cameron Dantzler? And if you say yes, which one of those guys you would you trade for? Mm. So I think Trufant was um, released. Good. From my and understanding, so was Flowers. So. Yep, so was Flowers. Flowers was okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. if they, those would obviously be the two uh, better go. options for yeah. for the squad. That's but you're not his way right there, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure exactly. The only the only issue I felt like is they were released for a reason. They weren't yeah. performing. So why are we gonna just keep beating that dead horse, forward. man? That's why. That's why I said, do you make the trade? You got mm-hmm. a Kyle Fuller. That once out of Denver, yes. bro. We talking Pro Bowl Kyle Fuller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he also wants nine million dollars. Right. I know where you can get nine million dollars, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I, know I know where you can get twenty plus. <laughs> I know where I know where you can get nine million times three. I know where you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you can get it. Talk to him, Mo. I know where you can get I know where you can I know where you can get it so much. If it was up to me, we'd already had it. Yeah. Word. Oh, Absolutely. Man. Did you um did you guys uh speaking of secondary, did you guys hear Buddha Breaker's comments after the Cardinals game? Hell yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> About him, he was big enough Trey Lance. Did you hear oh. what he said? No, yeah. I didn't. Did yeah, um, he was basically not not only was like like he bigging up Lance and everything for how you know great that he looked out there, but it was because the offense was completely different and it was not predictable, wow. <laughs> just like it would have been if Ladies it was the, so um, much the other quarterback. This is the reflection Kyle Shanahan <laughs> should be reflecting. It starts with himself. Kyle needs to look in the mirror and say, "Am I predictable?" Yes, yes. Yes, if you put certain players out there, you're going to be predictable. I right. I can't believe that him saying that was our everything. That's it, the, that's it, what it, it really was because because what he's basically saying is you know wow um, this was something different and it's really funny because Breezy said that at the beginning of the year. No, I'm sorry, before the season started, you want to shake up this offense oh, yeah. and show the defense something that they've net you you know that they're not used to seeing. You need mm-hmm. to go with the rookie because 
like it's it's came from all around the league. The league was expecting that. So they were, you know, um, I'm sorry, they weren't expecting that because I guess they know our team just like we do. And they knew that we were going to try our QB1 on there. And um, a lot of, of people are, are saying that. They're literally saying, you know, this dude brings, you know, a different element to the – it changes – like it throws people off. But Buddha hey, saying you know? that was, was, a, was so amazing because – of the way that he said it, it was just hilarious because he was basically saying, we thought, you know, it was going to be Jimmy out there and all this. It wasn't. <laughs> but the question is this. Will Kyle Shanahan, how will Kyle Shanahan receive that constructive criticism? Right. Or will he continue to be stubborn and go out there with Jimmy Garoppolo? You know what right. I'm saying? So that that's that's the question. Yo, um, listen, we got to get these fans on there out there waiting for yeah. us. This uh, super chat by James Nyberg. That name is official. The Nyberg is dope, bro. I love mm-hmm. it, man. Uh, thank you so much for the contribution. Kyle is going. <laughs> Kyle's go- Kyle, <laughs> listen, we will never see Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady as a 49er. Just, no. just get over no. it. It's never going to happen yes, because Kyle Shanahan F that up. All right, so let's keep it moving. Uh, but thank you so much for the contribution. Now we're not going to see those guys. But I, I, I would, I would, I wouldn't mind Aaron Rodgers for one year. I, I, I would. I wouldn't <laughs> mind it Tom Brady for one year. But we got Jimmy Garoppolo and we drafted the future. And so what I won't mind right now is them starting Trey Lance yes. for the rest of his life. Like that. That's right. they, they, that's where I am right now. That's where I am, Kev. Okay. Listen, we're going to bring on some guests, man. Come up here, man. Give us your final thoughts and let everybody know where they can rock with you, baby. All right, man. Appreciate you. Uh, final thoughts, man. Like I said um, in the article, Cal Shanahan just had to work on being a better leader of men than he has been. And if he worked half as hard as being a greater leader of men as he has a play caller, I think all will be much better. Um, of course, it's not the end-all, say-all, end-all, be-all, but it's a start. So that said, hey, Kyle, look in that mirror. Get your Michael Jackson on. Talk to the man in the mirror. You know, and, uh, we're going to see what it is. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. When I was young and I used to watch that video, that shit was scary because it was legit real. It was all the real stuff like that was I'm happening serious. in the world that I'm we serious, never man, for real. Like I said, man, being a coach is, is a difficult job. I don't know how many of y'all coach, but coaching is not easy. It's not. It's not. It's not for the faint of heart. And it's. it's I would say coaching is harder than parenting. It is. You know what I'm saying? So um, you got multiple kids, especially, because, especially when you got that, especially when you got other yours. kids that you can't discipline. <laughs> yeah, they're not yours. You feel me? So and um, they and they parents. Oh my! Right, right, right. The, the parents are the, hey, the parents worse than the kids. <laughs> Well, that's where the kids get it from. <laughs> I appreciate you having me on, you know, Silverado Kev. But SI, I write under Kev Mitchell. Look me up on Sports Illustrated. Uh, in terms of videos, Real Talk, Niner Talk, that's where I do my work at. I like Silverado Kev on all social media. And that's my time, man. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. Y'all have a good love night. Too, brother. Take that ride in that Silverado, Thank you, baby. Hey, my jump brother. in the Silverado with me, man. Let's ride. That's right. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. All right, fam. Peace out, bro. Dope. 
All right, man. It, it was dope having Silverado okay. on. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the four horsemen are back. All right. So I, I didn't mean to call you a man, PG. It's just a term. <laughs> it's all good. It's all figure, good. Figure I'm, I'm ex-military. Don't, don't, don't even do that. I'm good. Figure speech. All right, let's go ahead and bring on our guest so we can spin the wheel. We're going to start with my you, man. You got to take the lanyard off, right? Or you already took one off? I took a lanyard. One came off. So there should be one lanyard, <laughs> patches, two flags. We're going to get to these things. And if you want to be on the show, all right, if you want to win something nice and cool, here's the email. Somebody put the email address up there. Uh, where's, where's our email? Niners. At gmail.com. Listen, it's hard doing a show and giveaway at the same time and whatever, but I have I'm having a freaking blast. It's I'm fantastic, man. So much fun. And thank you guys, man. We appreciate <laughs> mm-hmm. it. I think John Chapman went off because he has to go do his show. So mm-hmm. as soon as we mm-hmm. finish, go rock him, go rock out with John. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh we about to be done in 10 minutes. D, what's going on, baby? What's good? What's good with you, Breezy? How you doing, Peachy? Mo, hey. what's up, fair? What up, what up, what up? Hey man, Chilling. listen. You this is you got the floor for five minutes, right? <laughs> so, well, really four minutes. We got to do the minute giveaway. You got to answer the trivia. You got to get gotcha. the question right. But um, I just want to know what's your spiel on the mirror, mirror, man? What's going on with the 49ers? How are you feeling right now? Um, to be honest with you, I'm just feeling like we have a very egotistical coach at the helm, and that he really does truthfully need to reflect on himself and say, hey. There's some things that I'm not doing correctly. I need to figure out how to get them done right and go ahead and just make those changes, man. You know, the, 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 you know, even though Kev was joking about the song, you know, the man in the mirror joint, that's truthfully what he really does need to do. He should put on Mike because everybody loves Mike. And if you don't, I don't know what's going on with you. Um, but you got to put on Mike and you got to really change your ways because at the end of the day, I'm sitting maybe 13 rolls up from the field watching this game. And I can tell you right now, all I, all I saw to me was a college offense with a little bit of NFL offense mixed in. Yeah. And it, it sucked because <clears throat> the receivers barely got separation. Receivers dropped balls, you know. And my, my biggest thing, and I, I'll say this, is you had – Trent Sherfield and Jawan Jennings, who Trey Lance has a rapport built with because those were the guys he was throwing to in preseason. You saw what he did with Trent Sherfield in preseason. Somebody explain to me why on God's green earth you don't see Trent Sherfield and why Jawan Jennings was inactive, but Travis Benjamin, of all people, the guy who can only run either a deep post or a go route, is up and getting targets. This doesn't make sense. See, like, I, what what makes sense is the first thing you just said, but the second thing didn't make sense. So the targets didn't make sense. But as far as him running the nine route or that deep post five route, whatever you want to call it, it's all the same damn mm-hmm. thing. That made sense because he was your speed to stretch the defense and pull some of them. But he never ran it. They never, never called the plays it. for it. Don't get Mo started now. No, no, no. Like, first of all, I'm going to put, my, I'm gonna put myself on <laughs> Thank you. Because I agree. <laughs> he ain't wrong. I'm just saying that was the purpose. But then you tell me, why did Kyle have him run a shallow route? And you, why was he running a shallow route? 
Why was that? You want to know why that pass sailed over his head? Because because Trey was looking to cock back and throw the ball down the field. Now, I'm not saying he ran the wrong route. He might have ran the route that was supposed to, but why take the underneath when you got speed and you got he underneath? He routes. I'm going back on me. Okay, okay. I All right, e- either way, either way, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. Mose, you my dog, and I feel you 120%. When you went on your rant the other day, I was sitting there screaming at my phone, talk to him, Mose. Why? Because you were saying everything that I felt. At the end of the day, if I'm the defense, I don't want I don't want to talk to not an offensive player. I don't want to talk to Jimmy. I don't want to talk to nobody. The only reason I'm talking to Trey is because I can't blame him because he's a young kid. That was his first start. I'm not going to blame him. But I'm looking at Kyle and going, if D'Amico now coached you for three games straight, you might want to really figure something out because uh, you look bad right now, bro. You look real bad, you know? And it doesn't make sense why – if Travis Benjamin is in there, we don't use him for his intended purpose. Exactly. He didn't return no punts. He didn't return no kicks. He didn't do anything. He was just a decoy. And at the same time, you know, from a defensive standpoint, we held the highest scoring offense to 17 points, which they normally score 35. We held them to 304 yards total, which they normally up in the four or five, 400s, almost 500s. So at the end of the day, the defense is getting real tired of busting their butts on a consistent basis, week in, week out, and the offenses are giving them nothing to show for it. Because keep it above, the offense's job is to score, not the defense. The defense's job is to stop the other offense so that you have the opportunities. Another point, why you have a kicker and don't use them? Joey Slide was there. I was there. We were in a dome. That, that, that roof was closed. There is no wind in there. So you have several opportunities to kick a field goal with a guy who you said when he came in and did his tryouts was kicking long field goals in Santa Clara in Levi's with wind. So somebody explained to me how you have a kicker that can do that with the wind, but then you don't even have any type of uh, any type of weather issues and you don't use your kicker. You put it all on your offense. And See, I honestly, is- mm-hmm. I feel like I, I'm going to keep it a buck. I feel like it was sabotage. Yeah, That's how which, I is, feel. which is why people feel that way. Because just like you said, Dion, I mean, if you think about all these different things that happen in this game and how they happen, I mean, how could you not look at that game and be like, damn, this shit was fixed. Like, this was crazy. Like, what? Because there's so many things that just do not make any sense in that game. Yeah. None, none at all. And I agree with you, Peachy. My, my biggest issue is, you wasted all that draft capital on this young man and didn't put a game plan in to make him look good in any way, shape, or form. And then my, I, I will always stick to that. The biggest thing is you didn't give him the players that he had built a rapport with. If you constantly are subbing people in and out, as Kyle Shanahan does, because his offense calls for a lot of different people to get the ball, if you're subbing those people in and out like you consistently are, then somebody explained to me why you have Travis Benjamin up instead of Jawan Jennings, who's the bigger body, who can go up and get those contested balls. I guarantee you if that was Jawan Jennings he was throwing to, he'd caught the ball. Guarantee you. You know why? He's a bigger body. He he has stronger hands. And he's a real receiver. Travis Benjamin is a glorified receiver because he is a kick returner and punt returner, which he is extremely dynamic at. But randomly, 
I saw Debo back for a punt return. And everybody else that was back there was not named Travis Benjamin. It makes yeah. no sense to call up a special teams guy from your practice squad when you had a perfectly capable human being who was healthy and waiting in the wings to help you make your rookie look good. Nah, man, you 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 dropping the knowledge, you dropping the nuggets. I tell you what, I gotta hit you with this trivia. All right, so pick a question. I mean, pick a number from one through six, but you can't pick the number three. Yeah, I saw Taryn pick that earlier. Uh, we're gonna go with five. All right, number five says, "How many yards did Jerry Rice gain against the Rams in 1985 to set the single mark for most receiving yards in a game by a rookie? Is it A?" 241, B, 226, C, 209, or D, 193? Damn, I literally started watching 49er football in 85, but I wasn't as into it because I was a kid. I was only four. Uh, I'm going to go with B. I don't know. Honestly, don't know. <laughs> That's cool, man. I, I wasn't going to get that because I literally had just started watching at that, that I'm time. Gonna so I, answer, I'm going to say the answer and delete the question, but the answer is A, 241. Okay. God okay. dang. He had 241 yards in a game. As, Yo, as a had, no, but, no, but he had 241 back then. In 1985. Yeah. When they weren't even throwing the ball. Yeah, man. Dion, yeah. let everybody know where they can find you. Thank you so much for being <laughs> on the show, bro. We appreciate you. You was on Sizzling Sunday this uh, past Sunday. You did your thing, man. So let everybody know yeah. where they can get your podcast, who you rocking with. Please do so. Y'all yeah, see me right there, man. You know, the, the the name on there, Niner Game Podcast. That's my that's my podcast, my YouTube channel. Um, You can find me there. You can find me on Twitter at SwiftD. You can find me on IG at uh, 49er underscore Dion. Um, I am a member of the Hive group, so those are my dogs over there, the Red and Gold Standard Podcast, all those cats, but I stick with my guys here and my ladies. Um, you know, I rock with Breezy, I rock with Peachy, I'm always, you know, with, you know, down with Moles and I'm down with Nitty Gritty Niners. And, uh, you know, you can definitely find me at the Niner Game Podcast, but I appreciate y'all having me on. And uh, everybody definitely hit that like, hit that subscribe button. This is one of the dopest podcasts out there. Breezy brings you consistent energy every week. And PT is probably one of the most knowledgeable women in social media that I know. You know what I'm saying? I like fair, fair. You just, you, you new to me, but I like you. And Mo, come on, Mo's, you already know you big dog. That that's my guy right there, but I appreciate y'all. And Breezy, you had to be there tomorrow. I checked, I checked the UPS. Love you, my guy, man. Have a good Number night. Love. Thank you so much, bro. Appreciate you. Sure. Nice. Yeah. Right. We got the young gunner that's about to come on right now. Let's just bring him right in, man. We got to get through these, man. Makoa MKA 49ers is in the building. What's going on, fam? Hey, what's going on, guys? Chilling, man. You, How you been, man? How's school going? Talk to us real quick. Then let oh, us yeah, know man. real with quick. Them, with, them, with them grades looking like. Yeah. You see, I ain't had him back on until he told me he got to I ain't yeah. heard from him yeah. since. I, we ain't hear from him in a minute we'll since the last time. The what them grades looking like? With them test scores what's and up, the quizzes. That homework. I had to do my, I had to do my PS, PSATs uh, today. So. Oh, you, that was, so that's around the country today. We did that today, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got you. What's up, bud? My grades looking like A's and B's, and then I'm 
full of basketball Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Nice. Nice. You're looking nice. good too, kid. Look like you're getting taller and slimming down and, and running the point. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll be following you on TikTok, dog. No, I'm saying. But not, how you step, uh, Euro step. <laughs> you got the Euro? I can't do the Euro. I can't even do a, a step. You know what I'm saying? Never mind nah. the Euro step. Ah, man. Nah. So what's Before going my on? my ACL man? doing the Euro, man. You oh, did? Doing, what? Doing new moves with old knees? Nah, man. It's slow for that. <laughs> 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 so flat. No, no, we have no euros when I was in high school. <laughs> euros. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's so too old for that. All right, let's go. Uh, new moves. <laughs> with old. Yo, I legit. Yo, hey, yo, fair got all the sayings, bro. All the sayings. Fair bro. is our. He is. He is our oh, saying guru on this show. <laughs> yes. Yo, yo, fair. I be thinking I could go to LA Fitness and ball out. Don't but you I'm do it. Don't no, you do no. it. If we can get other 40-year-olds, you know what I'm saying? I'm down. You know what I mean? Because then we all hurt. But it's not, that, I, I that ain't there yet. I'm almost, almost. I'm just saying, man, if you could get that eight, 35 uh, and up, you know what I'm saying? We could rock out. Other than that, yeah. I'm good, bro. My knees, I can barely walk up and down the steps now, yo. It's getting different, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I go yeah. for a run. I'll be like, dang. All right, McCole, <laughs> what's going on? Yo, Talk, tell them why you mad, man. Talk about your 49ers, man. You got like three minutes, and we're going to get to some trivia. All right, shoot. We're uh, two and three. Not not a good start where I'm looking for. But I feel like Kyle Shan is too predictable, in my opinion, from recently. Uh, when I see um, Trey Lanson, if I'm the defense, it's like third or short, he's running the ball. Like, for me, it's like you have to design – and decor the plays on this, like, if you have a formation, you can decor a play or something like that. Design and play. Wait, hold on, is that, yeah, design and play. But I'm trying to get different things involved, not the things I've already seen. Yeah. Then, but, yeah. Are you mainly defense, talking about that fourth down play when Kyle Juszczyk came in there? We did the same thing two weeks ago in Green Bay. Yep. I, know, I know where you at, bro. I got you. We still complete <laughs> each other, man. We still, you know what I mean? I got you. Um, yeah, so like they, they, we can't be doing that, but in Kyle's defense, and I'm not saying he's telling us the truth, he said somebody messed that play up. Could, could be, could be basically, yeah, he, he was he saying messed that, it up by calling it. I, I, <laughs> yeah. What I heard was through the grapevine was that Kyle Shanahan said that somebody was supposed to pitch the ball to Trey Lance, and Trey Lance had a convoy of offensive linemen ready to go down the field, and it would have been a touchdown. That's what I heard through the grapevine from Kyle Shanahan, but I I, I don't believe him because it's hard to believe. Um, in, the, in, it's, in the words of Martin Lawrence from his show, somebody done told you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to watch Martin tonight. All right, so – McCoy, I got a question for you, man. These are Jerry Rice questions, man. You probably don't even know who Jerry Rice is. All I, right. I do, but like I haven't seen him play. All right. No, I, I'm not trying to sun you. I'm just saying I'm looking at these questions. I'm like, I would have got these wrong. All right, here we go. You ready? Pick <laughs> yeah. a number from one through six, and you can't pick three or five. Uh, two. Jerry Rice also easily holds the record for most career touchdowns in the regular season with 208. How many of those were not receiving touchdowns? Is it A, 8, B, 9, C, 11, or D, I mean, C, 10, or D, 11? 
Okay, that is not receiving touchdowns. How many are how many of those were not receiving touchdowns? So how many did he why couldn't they just say how many touchdowns did he rush for? Running. Why yeah. did they have to ask, this is an SAT question? This is this is how they be cheating us and trying to trick you into thinking. But wait, is it is it all rushes? Are they including it say that. It just says how many teams? of those 208 weren't receiving touchdowns, which means that he could have had some throwing ones. I know there's like goal line and something. I don't know. But was it A8, B9, C10, D11? And don't y'all be cheating out there helping them. <laughs> I'm trying to give away my shit anyway. But All I'm right. give it away. <laughs> so hey, uh, can we can we uh go through the answers again? Sorry. Yeah, is it A8? B you can phone a friend too if you want to, but it, it, you can phone a friend. Is it A8? You just said they can't help them. I changed my mind. Look, I'm I'm a I'm an alpha male. I, I take <laughs> okay. I like I like I like what you're All right. Hey, okay, you see, hey, 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 Mo, you see him fix his shoulders when he said that, right? You see, you you see, see him fix his shoulders. He's in the shoulders, baby. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it what, what, what YouTube channel is this on? This on the Wayne Breezy channel now. <laughs> <laughs> My office hours is from nine to five. Oh, <laughs> All right. Is it a eight? B9, C10, or D11. I'm going to check the email address. If we don't have any more people up here, we are going to call this night. What you got? Uh, I would say A on A. The answer is D11. D11. <laughs> Somebody I, said it was OAC. <laughs> that's man. on the test, bro. That's on the SATs. I was, I was either gonna pick A or D. Yeah, it was it was um it was D eleven. He had eleven touch eleven of those touchdowns weren't receiving. Jerry Rice is is the king, man. But yep. McCoy, thank you so much for being on. Thank, thank you, so much for rocking with Thanks us, for man. Me. And you know you always welcome, bro. You part of mm-hmm. the family, man. But you know how I am. School first. Yep. Yes, sir. Niner second, basketball third. That's how you got to mind your parents. <laughs> don't, don't worry about obeying your parents. You ain't got to do that. But just make sure you get good grades yes, and your you parents do. won't be on you. I'm just playing. Yes, don't sir. listen to me. I'm yeah, Obey your parents. You want to go to heaven. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, bro. Thank you, man. I got you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, little bro. Peace. Thank you. All right, guys. We got to get to a couple more things, and then I promise we're going to get out of here in the next. Next two minutes. They've been rocking with us two and a half hours. That's awesome. They're, no, they're Joe. awesome. That's what they're awesome. Yeah, Couple they're of down. grades we're gonna get to because it's the middle of the season. Listen, the all we got some guys. Trent Williams is the number one offensive lineman rated by PFF this year, yo. Mm-hmm. Cooking, cooking. And Lakin Thomas, something about that left side, yo. He's eleven. Left but there's some good guards. But then you look at the right side. That's that's Dude. last. Dude. And then our center is in the middle of the pack, which we expect. He's the old dude, right? Like OG? Yeah. Or did you expect him yeah. to be higher? Fair? Anybody? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm cool with Mac. 15th is fine. I'm cool with it. Yeah. A lot of people saying he's like a weak link and we need to, we no. need to upgrade and no. whatever. You know, I, I don't know. But let's check out. I think game. our offense is playing better as a whole because he's here. Because of him. I agree. I, I agree. Let's look at the defensive side, though. We got Ooh. two players in the top, in top five. five. Hey, Ouch. I didn't even know Armstead was there. And I, that's my. Yeah, let me shut up. 
Bro, are, we tried to tell know people, We've been trying to tell people that Armstead is getting pressures, and people yeah. are like, yeah, whatever, whatever. No, he's stats. literally. That's people that look at stats, man. They look at stats and don't watch the actual game or watch that one player. If you see him, yeah. he is dominant. But dominant but fair, even in the stats, he's still leading the numbers. Yeah. In the stats, mm-hmm. he's getting pressures. He's not getting sacks, sacks but he's getting or tackles. Tackle. That's, that's what they're doing. Or the tackles. For. Well, if they stop holding them on every goddamn play. Or double teaming them every single play. Yeah. So so basically, it's just his stats aren't sexy. That's it. That's all it is. He don't got the sexy stats. You know what I'm saying? Now, we gave our um, MVPs up until the bye week. So uh, everybody's going to have about 30 seconds to explain their MVP. Who wants to go first? (laughs) i go first. All right, Peachy. You got the floor. Here you go. All right. Who's your MVP is Mr. Debo Samuel. Oh, hey. that boy, that boy tough. Debo, I mean, it ain't going to take me 30 seconds because he's just oh. a playmaker. She said it ain't going to take me 30 seconds. He's a playmaker like that. Like that's literally like, you know, the, the, the very definition of a playmaker. He is keeping this offense or whatever this offense is supposed to be alive and doing what we um, what we have going on and complimenting the quarterbacks and I mean that's that's Debo just a playmaker he's he's fantastic to watch out there he's also um he was for a while the receiving leader now I think he's second I think he's the second receiving leader then got passed up by Devontae Adams right yeah, DA. I mean, they only have got him, got him by just maybe forty yards or something like that. It's still, you know, so he's still right there, so he can always jump and get that back. But Debo has just been sensational this year, and a lot of um, people in the media and everywhere around the whole league are just talking about him, like he's 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 out there he's making these amazing catches, you know, getting that usual yak that he gets. So. That's why it's Debo, just playmaker. There you go, Debo. And she lied and said she wasn't going to take 30. So she just pulled a Kyle Shanahan. So, PG, <laughs> maybe you need to look in the mirror, too. And- <laughs> maybe you stop do. lying. You know what I'm maybe, saying? Just maybe I do. Hey, and I'm not going <laughs> to act like Moses and hitting them notes on that. You know what I mean? On the low. That was Moses. Hitting the that was Moses. That was Moses hitting them notes. You heard it, right? <laughs> I thought it was the cat in the nah, background. That was Mo- what the cat? <laughs> All right, Mose, you got my bad. Mose, you up? Who, who you got? Since you want to hit them notes, Nick Bosa. <laughs> oh, easily my MVP coming back from an ACL injury. He has oh. not lost form. Everybody said he looks better than he did prior to the ACL injury. Right now, he's tied for fifth in the league with five sacks. He has a sack in every game but one. Um, he's cooking right now. Um, and he's part of the reason why this defense is uh, ranked number seven overall. So my MVP goes to Nick Bosa. There it is. Now that's 30 seconds. That That's how you do it in 30 seconds. Fair. Can you top that? Yes. And who you got? I got Eric Armstead. The, uh, what? Yes, sir. And and I already explained it because he was third and I didn't even know he was, he, he's three in PFF grade. So there was my explanation. Less than 30 seconds. That's Ooh. not fair. You cheated. <laughs> 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 All this oh, show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? I got two words for you. Yep. Trent Williams. AKA Silverback. That's more AKA than AKA number one. <laughs> AKA don't 
with me, Kyle, because I will you up, Kyle. So I'm going to do what I want to do. There's your 30 seconds. So Trent Williams gets my grade. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners on tonight. Listen, this show was supposed to be, it was for you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. We tried to get as many on as we could. I didn't get any emails. I was trying to put the email address on the screen, but I tell you what, we'll find a better system for you guys to be on the show next time. Even if we got to do call-ins, I'll hook up to call in because I am paying for that. So we might as well use it. We'll figure out a way for you guys to get on the show the next time we do a fan show. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. We had special guests on here that I didn't even know were coming on. So I was surprised. So shout out to Peachy for getting people on the show. Whoever got people on the show, we appreciate you. Shout out to JL, Nick, uh, Silverado, Kev, uh, Taryn, like all the people that was on the show. If I forgot you, my apologies, Dion, Niner Gang Podcast, Bacoa, we truly appreciate you. I only have to give away one thing you That's know cool. how to, i'm bro. coming over tomorrow to grab the rest no you ain't no. <laughs> no, not. I, I have the patches ready you know what i'm saying i got some 49er flags ready and all i'm doing is giving away a lanyard because that's what he luck luck but thank you guys for tuning in man i hope you guys enjoyed the show let's go with final thoughts we'll go with the four quad box you know what I'm saying? Let's go final thoughts, and I'll take us on out. Yeah, man, I'm I'm happy that we are in the bye week. Hopefully we can self-reflect, come back fresh, and pick up a much-needed win next week. That's what I'm talking about. I agree. Nothing, nothing more to add than that. Self-reflection, come back with a renewed energy, and let's go on this run. Hey, Moj, um, can you let everybody know where to follow you? Because you're going to do your picks on your segment when you do your thing on your show. Uh yeah um oh what my I fantasy know picks this week. yeah <laughs> um, I'm definitely I'm definitely banking on you don't got to do it here just tell them where to go to follow because you do your own little thing on your IG and stuff you know yeah. what I mean yeah I mean you can follow me on IG what dot dot knows it's right there um on my little box uh so you can follow my IG um, I'll probably have something posted probably tomorrow with um my uh, fantasy picks and then my weekly picks so you can find that there. Good, because I need help. All right, go ahead. You got it. I need help this week. It's bye week number one. I need some help. I, I just wanted to thank all of you guys for rocking with us for this long. We really appreciate it. We had a nice interactive crowd in here tonight. Dope. And we really, really are um, grateful to you guys for that. Kyle just needs to look in the mirror. Coaching staff, just like I said, when, when we decided that this is going to be the title of this, we just need to look in the mirror. Everyone's got to. 49ers, like I said during the show, have got to get in the win column. We have to string some wins together. But you have to go back to basics, like Breezy likes to say. Uh, you know, start from scratch. Whatever you need to do. The bye week couldn't have came in a better time. I was really mad because the bye week was this early, but we needed it. I mean, we we need a a restart. Like, we we have got to restart have an early restart here so we can get back to uh back to winning that's it all got ladies and gentlemen we're nitty-gritty niners man look big things are coming for us we're gonna be making some changes to some things you're gonna see new intros new logos things are popping we got exclusive tees that's gonna be coming out hoodies it's hoodie season make sure you get your hoodie (laughs) shout out to crown royal peach salted caramel and hey, 
hey, Crown Royal, if you don't hit me up by week seven, you're fired. You're Come fired. On, <laughs> Come on, y'all. We trying we try to do some business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Guys, make sure you go to Facebook. Miss Debbie got some things that she's working out over there. So please go over there and support. She's rocking. She's hosting, holding down Nitty Gritty Niners over there. We truly appreciate Miss Debbie. Miss Debbie, we call you Top Hat Debbie because you wear many hats. Not literally either. Like you do a lot for everybody. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be making Absolutely. sure we take care of you this holiday yes. season. So Miss Debbie, get Facts. ready because your blessing is on its way ladies and hallelujah, gentlemen hallelujah 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 praise them all right ladies and gentlemen thank <laughs> you so much for tuning in we're nitty gritty niners i'm your boy wayne breezy what most knows fair to god crystal peachy b we gonna keep it nitty and we gonna keep it what gritty we out thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash wayne breezy also on youtube YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.